what's up with you? And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to recap Payback and NXT's Super Tuesday with the featured main event, the the Fatal 4-Way Iron Man, 60-minute Iron Man match, first time ever for superstars, the cornerstones, the Mount Rushmore of NXT champions. Uh, Man, we, we basically... Got it all with this one. So we'll, we're going to actually start off with that one. You know, Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, and Johnny freaking wrestling. Johnny Gargano uh, just going at in this matchup. Um, yeah, man. So let, let's start with that. And, and actually, uh, you said we had a question from, from uh, one of our listeners here about this matchup. They wanted us to answer a specific question. So, Devin, uh, yeah. why don't you read yeah. off that question? Yeah, not only just one of our listeners, but one of our podcast buddies that is Top Rope Wrestling Talk. You know, shout out to them, Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Uh, you know, check out their episodes, too. They release new episodes every Friday. But they did drop a question for us. They said... Did the Fatal Four Way at NXT Super Tuesday feel like feel like a complete waste of an hour to either of us? Mm. Interesting, interesting. And I told you, I said that's a question that I feel like I've been I've been hearing like throughout you know this time since it happened. You yeah, know, people, I'm in the wrestling group forums and chats, yeah. so it, that question has been circling around. So it's not like I've you know even though one of our podcast buddies reached out to us directly, but it's not like I. I'm, you know, I'm oblivious to it. Right, right. So just to set it up a little bit for our listeners, basically, you know, this matchup, again, the Mount Rushmore of NXT, these four superstars, they went at it for 60 minutes, um, just just pulled out all their moves. Uh, everybody just did every move in their arsenal. You know, Balor, you know, hit all his moves. Ciampa, Cole, all of them, Gargano. Yeah. They did everything. Gargano you know? hit another switch, by the way, man. That dude was on. He he was a one man wrecking crew for, <laughs> for a while. Hey, man. But I feel like they all had their moments, though. You know, like they made sure. And in a, in sixty but minutes, but for some like, reason, Johnny Gargano stand stood out more to me for some reason. Okay, okay. I'm this just is, saying, man. Definitely know? giving my guy Johnny Gargano <laughs> props. Just we need this. What it was? Okay, I'm just gonna take <laughs> notes. Over. No, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna take notes on this recording. <laughs> Devin actually did give Johnny Gargano props once, at least once in his career. Cool, cool. Oh, um, but yeah, man. I mean, Johnny Gargano did stand out for sure. I mean, he played the the card of like being really smart in the beginning. You know, staying out of the ring, letting yeah. the other three guys go ahead and duke it out for a while. 
uh, picked his shots, jumped in, kind of tried to get the upper hand. And then, yeah, just kind of had that, you know, Super Saiyan moment where he just goes off and he's, you know, taking out everybody. You know, a couple of times, I mean, but but for me, from my perspective, I felt like there were a couple of times where I felt like any one of them was going to go ahead and, like, take take the lead and, and oh, win this yes, thing. But yes. um, it, it became a nail-biter for, for some because, it, like, Jerner Gagano kicked it off. He was the first one to get the first pin. I think Finn Balor f- follow along, and then Adam Cole got in, and I was getting worried about uh, Tommaso. I'm like, dude, he need to get a pin because he's the only one, you know, behind. So I, I was like, kind of off my couch. I'm like, dude, man, get a pin. He finally See, got one. But what's funny about like, that God. though? What's funny though is that <laughs> with him being the last one to get the pin, I thought that was a sign that he was the one that was going to win. Like I mm. thought, okay. They're going to have him be the last one because, you know, he, he hit his finisher and then Johnny Gargano took the credit, came in, got the pin. And then uh, it was it was 1-1-1, one, 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 but he had zero. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. they're going to try to build it up to where Tommaso is like, he's the underdog now. And then he flips it around and then he ends up getting, like, they all get tied. Yeah. And then he gets the next pin to get the victory. That's that's the way it was because I predicted that uh, Tommaso Ciampa was going to win. I think you did, too. I think we both were we on both the same did. page with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and seeing it, I was like, I mean, you, it's, and I understand why you would feel like concerned, like, oh, you know, he's he's falling behind a little bit, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. For me, I was trying to look at it from behind the scenes, like, mm, that's a good way to kind of set it up to where he can come back as the underdog and, and get the victory, and you know, make it a little bit more dramatic for him. Yeah, so, that's a good point, man. To add some another emotional, uh, another another uh, layer to the story. Yeah, definitely. And, and speaking of adding layers to the story, another thing too was. They they did what you know you would expect with the dynamics with the history that these wrestlers have with each other where you had those moments where Ch- Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano yeah, you know faced off. off in the ring then you had Adam Cole and Finn Balor oh, you yeah. know with the the Bullet Club <laughs> history they faced off in the ring and so both times I was like oh here we go you know like uh, yep. you just get hyped yep. and um, even like Cross it, Johnny Gargano has history with all of these guys so it's really easy he to does. just you know watch him in the ring with any of them and be like oh man you know him and Cole again or him and, Gar- and him and uh, Ciampa again holy mm-hmm. crap you know him and Ballard and getting revenge for, for him putting his nuts in his face you know and even even during that match Gargano was like I'll never forget I'll never forget like like hearkening back to when he um he, he knocked him out of, of, of action for a while, you know, back when Finn Balor first showed up and turned on it, well, turned heel for the first time, and then, and that matchup too, you know, the match that they had where, yeah, he basically teabagged him in the middle of the ring after he won. <laughs> so, you know, there's just all this history. For me, I was really interested in, in Balor and Ciampa because those two I felt like were the only two that really didn't have that much history with, with the other guy. Yeah. So, and they did get their moment, which was cool. So I'm they looking, did. For, they yeah. Did. So I'm looking forward to the future for them to to build off of that a little bit and maybe you know feature them in a matchup against each other. Um, so so from that standpoint, I was like that was really cool. Yeah. Um, now let's fast forward to the end. So again, you know it's it's everybody. So Ch- Tommaso Ciampa didn't have a pin, but finally he did get one. So it was all even. So we're back to square one. Then towards the end of the match, you had Finn Balor uh, hit the coup de gras. On um, who was it? Was it Champa? It, it was, was Champa. Yeah, hit the coup de gras on Champa and pick up a pin like with seconds left to go, and you're thinking, "Oh, Finn Balor is about to win. That's it." And then you have Adam Cole. Just <laughs> the slow mo was perfect because you saw his eyes. He was like, 
oh shit, no. And then he yeah. kind of like, his eyes are wide eyed. He runs in the ring and just last shot to, to Finn Balor. Finn oh. Balor, he's trying to turn over Finn, but Finn's body just is yeah. not turning it's, over it's whatsoever. Limp, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was out. So, you yeah. know, he's trying, he has dead weight. He's trying to flip over, goes to cover him. One, two, three. The at the buzzer gets that that last pin. It's two to two, Balor and Cole, and Cole. Now, going now back to that, come, it would come down to the two of them. To, to, to it, which for this show especially, it's, it's, it's very ironic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then, okay. So initial reactions, and 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 this kind of goes into that question that that got asked in the beginning was, you know, was this a complete waste of time? So my initial reaction when I saw that it was tied, I'm like, okay, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna continue this on right now, or are they gonna go on the next week? And then Regal comes out. He's like, "Okay, okay, we're gonna settle this. We're gonna settle this. It's gonna be, it's gonna be you two. You two are gonna fight next week to one fall to a finish, and that will be the sun death for Super Tuesday two. And I'm like, "Okay, Super Tuesday two next week." Uh, part of me was like, oh, "I wish we would have gotten a finish right now. Right I'm now, in the mood to see that's this what right I said. Now. I, I would have said continuation, continuation. Just, just do it, you know, like sudden death for those two guys, and yeah. just finish it." Like, I know we out of time, didn't say we're going to continue this on WWE Network or something, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, wanted, I wanted to finish. But but I don't know if I want them to go away from showing it on, on USA because at this point, like, you know, what about the people that don't have the network? Then they got to go true. pay 10 bucks to go see this one. Matt, like, I don't know. That, that would have kind of felt like you're not well, being free fair. for the first to, month, so it's not really their pain. Yeah, but then out of the blue like that, right? So if, if you don't have the subscription... And then it's like, hey, turn to WWE Network. Oh, shoot. I don't have a subscription. Let me go sign up real quick. But by the time you finish signing up, who knows? Maybe, like, you miss a little bit of it. I, yeah, I, I feel what you're saying. If you're, yeah, if you're in a, one of the social uh, networks, Facebook or anything like that, and, you, yeah, you get hit with a spoiler. Yeah, anything can right. happen. Right, exactly. So, I, you know, I, I feel like just either you, you go in overtime right there on the network or – you do what they did, which, again, initially I was like, man, I kind of want to see this. But this is the way I'm choosing to look at it. I feel like it's still not over. I feel like we are just in this long pause. It's like I hit pause on a video game, and I'm going to come back and you know just continue <laughs> right where I left off. So to me, it's like if you look at it in a vacuum, like yeah. this past Tuesday, if you were watching that expecting to see the finish right then and there, I can understand why you would say that's a waste of time. For me personally, I'm choosing to look at this whole thing. Like when they do this matchup on Super Tuesday, you might as well just take that match that's going to happen, join it, like edit it together with this one in your mind. And like it's just it's continuing on. It's just it's going to continue happening. So for me, actually, I think it's deeper than that. I, I think because the reason reasons are people are frustrated. Even with me, I'm frustrated with the ending because it's not. It's, it's, this is not the only time I've seen an ending like this. It's like, God damn it, when can WWE just pull the trigger and just like, hey, give us a clean win. Give us a clean finish. Just do it. Like, you had the opportunity to do it on pay... Uh, not payback. I'm sorry. Was it SummerSlam? SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, with between Drew and, and Drew and Randy Orton. And mm-hmm. then Drew did the backslide. But how come not just pin him and then Randy Orton, you know, he just did the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think it's I think it's just you have this 
domino effect, you know, of these, we're not getting these finishes, we're getting these roll-ups, we're not we're getting these half-ass, you know, they're, they're, they're just scared to pull the trigger. Like, WWE are being some scared little bitches right now, man. Like, bro, dude, just just pull the trigger. You don't have to put yourself in this corner. But I guess to answer that question, though, that, that was posted to us, like, did it feel, I mean, I hear what you're saying about being yeah. frustrated. But did but it feel like a waste of time? Did it feel like a waste of time? Because honestly, for me, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. That the the experience of seeing those yeah. four superstars in the ring together, first time ever in a 60-minute Iron Man match, I get that we didn't have a finish right then and there, but it's just it was so awesome to see those four wrestle each other that I, I just was entertained by that. It was one of those like fight forever kind of situations. Like They just could have kept going. You know what I'm saying, and and I, and it did keep going and going, and I was like, I was enjoying what I was seeing, and I'm a fan of all four of the wrestlers in the ring. So for me, it wasn't a waste of time. I get the frustration, like, oh, we didn't get a clear winner between Balor, Balor and Adam Cole right then and there. But now but, you're you're kind of just setting the expectation now with WWE fans that you know, yeah, you could set up this mega match, but. Uh, eight out of ten times, maybe seven out of ten times, we won't get a finish. You but, know, because well, even the, even somebody put a comment on Twitter. I'll I'll, I'll read it off. It mm-hmm. said, you know, WWE takes things that can be great and continuously find a way to f it up. Yeah. Well. Okay. So that's not usually the case with NXT. You know, with Raw, with SmackDown, and with WWE pay per views. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you won't get any argument from me. There's a lot of times where There'll be a disqualification or, you know, we just won't get a finish. Something happens, matches interrupted, is thrown out, you know, and it pisses me off. And I, I, I agree with that. But with NXT, you know, you could probably say this is one of the first times in a long time I can remember that they've had something like this happen where there wasn't a clear winner where we had to wait the next week to find out who was going to be champion or who won the match. Like, they... NXT doesn't typically do those kind of storylines. So, I don't know. I, I, I hear the point of that statement when it comes to WWE in a broad sense. But when it comes to NXT, you know, and, and, and I'll say this, that I hope that this isn't something that they continue to do on NXT. Because that's one place where it's pretty much we've been safe from some of the shortcomings of Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so with NXT, like if this is this is a one time thing, and the reason why you're doing this is to allow us to have a Balor versus Cole matchup one on one for the title, you know, it's like for me, I'm like, okay, I'm, I the match is continuing on Tuesday. It's not that you know we didn't. To me, at least, I feel like it's not that we didn't get a finish. Is that we're getting the finish a week from now, and that's that I get, I can understand why it's frustrating, but once. Next Tuesday hits, I feel like that frustration is going to go out the window because we will get a finish. Now, if we didn't get a finish again, let's say some shenanigans happening, like, well, we're going to wait till Super Tuesday three to figure. <laughs> now nah, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm I'm out. Like this is this is silly. Like or somebody <laughs> gets involved, and you know, it is just not in it, and it makes the story. I don't know, just. Too yeah, convoluted but, now, man. But what if, what if what if Undisputed Era, you know, interferes and helps Adam Cole win the honest, belt? You know what? Honestly, I don't want to see that shit, man. You know, for me, for being like a big Adam Cole fan, and then for him to go in that Fatal Four Way and mm-hmm. not have, and then you know, it's you know, it's 
is uh it's no disqualification, so right. anything can go. Right. And he didn't and he didn't use undisputed, so it's no reason for me to see him use undisputed for the following match for against Balor for Super Tuesday for part two. I hear you, and I'm and I'm kind of just playing devil's advocate with that one, just to say like you know what if that were to happen with undisputed era because I I really don't think it's going to happen. Adam Cole. Typically, well, I don't. I want to say typically, but like with with um, Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. you know, he he did get their help at the first uh, championship opportunity, but then the next two, he did it by himself, right? The the one on one matchup where he won his first title, and then the two out of three falls, the second time, the the second two out of three falls match where he retained against Johnny Gargano, he did that by himself. You know, when he went against Keith Lee, he didn't have Undisputed Era come out. So for him That's to true. have them come out now, it would seem like, uh, especially with having this long, le- you know, this week that we have to wait, just give us a straight up finish. One of these guys, let's see who's the better man and yeah. just be done with it. Like I, 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 w- I don't need to see Undisputed because to me, right now, Adam Cole, ever since he had that match with Pat McAfee, he, he came out a little less. He came, came out uh, uh, came out weak in my eyes. I'm just gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say a little less weak. He just came out weak. All right, came out. Oh, he got man. he got the weak sauce when when he faced Pat McAfee. You know, you know, even though Pat McAfee did phenomenal job, he did great. So you look at Adam Cole differently now since then. I do, still. man. I wow. do. I wow. do. Wow. Okay. I, I can't say that. You, the same thing. You you look at Walter differently. Ever since he got Claymore out of Survivor Series from Drew. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, initially when that happened, I was like, but I guess that one, well, that's I was more, you for a while, though. I was I more mad that at Vince <laughs> with that one, it was like, I know what you're doing, Vince, like, you just don't respect NXT UK, and the, the fans chanting Walter, you don't give a damn, you're just like, whatever, I'm gonna have, and Drew at that time was not this Drew McIntyre, well, yeah. Drew was basically like, he was, he was uh, Shane McMahon's lackey, uh, King uh, Corbin's lackey, you know, and then he's Clay, hitting the Claymore on Walter, and one shot kill, that's it, he's done, that just felt wrong, but now I just feel like we've gotten past that enough time has gone by, and I don't know, I, didn't, I, I even forgot that happened until you just brought it up, to be honest with you, like I kind of just put that out of my mind. But, um, you know, when it comes to Adam Cole, I hear what you're saying with Pat McAfee. You get you let a guy like Pat McAfee take you to the limit. You know, it does something to your reputation overall. I felt like during this matchup, there were there there came a point, though, where I just kind of enjoyed, you know, seeing him in there with these guys and his he I don't know. He just seemed like a prominent because the way you're saying it, it's almost as if he didn't belong in the ring with those guys because, you know, he's looking weak and the three of them are, you know, strong superstars. For me, you know... I'm not I, saying that. It's just... I, I don't I don't have that same... Uh, that gusto I used to have with, with Adam. You know how I just... You know, no matter what, man, whatever you could debate, I, yeah. I will find a freaking loophole... <laughs> <laughs> to make to my point, him, right. to defend him, man, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna find it. No matter how, I have to perfectly thread this needle through that hoop. I'm gonna get there. Yeah. But you know, with now it's like, ah, uh, no, uh, uh, no, bro, no. I, I think I, you'll be. I, I, well, I feel like you'll be back because we'll we, 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 we've we'll been see, through this man. once before. You know, when Finn or not Finn, when Johnny Gargano, I hate to bring it up, but oh yeah, that's still yeah. When yeah, Johnny yeah. Gargano beat. Yeah. Adam Cole, with the help of the Undisputed Era, yeah. you said Adam Cole looked weak. It made him look weak. So 
This is you know yeah, you yeah, came back to bounce back. And that's, and that's a wrestler. This is this is Pat McAfee, and you yeah. know even though he's been wrestling, and you know for a few years, but in the in the uh, storyline, it was only a couple weeks. So yeah, no, I I, I yeah. totally hear you. I yeah. just think that there's some of these storylines when they happen. The way I look at it is this: it's it's I'm with you where. When he lost, or not when he lost, but it felt like he lost. Okay. When he went against Pat McAfee, it 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 made him look weak while he was going against him and, and struggling. It was sixteen to put him minutes, away. man. It's about right. as long as a Johnny Gargano match and Adam Cole. Right, but there's also a point too where I just put it out of my mind as if that match never happened. I just kind of throw it away like it wasn't even canon because. Like it's like we said with Walter, I forgot that that even happened to Walter until you just brought it up. Well, like some it of these things, wow, it, just... it, it stuck with you. I remember doing the episode and you brought that shit. I'm like, damn, you still kind of <laughs> still feel the but same not to that. the point where I felt like okay, I don't look at Walter like he's strong anymore. It was more uh-huh. that I felt like Vince was disrespecting what Walter was. Like I, I didn't you. accept that. It felt like it was it was a scripted event. Yeah. Like it wasn't what what a real like an actual Walter versus Drew McIntyre counter would have been. It was like, oh, this is this is Vince's vision of that. So for me, I'm just like, I throw this out because in NXT UK, this shit would never happen. So with with Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, I feel like Triple H is trying to you know have this quote unquote celebrity come in and help elevate. You know, NXT by, you know, having this guy that's going to go on ESPN the next day maybe and talk about talk about it. And say, oh, yeah, you know, I had this great match, you know, at, at NXT, had a lot of fun. At WrestleMania, I'd love to fight Triple H. That'd be cool because that's kind of the next thing that's happening or the next rumor, you know, based off of Pat McAfee's own words saying he would love to be in the ring with Triple H. So it's kind of like this, this, it was a ploy, you know. And I think at a certain point we just got to throw that out. Like this, this shit wasn't really canon. There, there. If with <laughs> with this loss, like I don't know, I don't know if it if it was canon or not, man. We'll, we'll only time would tell. We'll see. Yeah, I just unless they have because if Adam Cole wins this matchup, you know we talked about it last week. Yeah, Pat McAfee should be like banging on the door, of William Regal, saying, "Hey, man, I almost beat this dude." And now he's champion. So I want my title shot because I think I can be the NXT champion at this point. Like, if it's truly canon, we will see Pat McAfee back if Adam Cole was to win. Um, but I just, I just don't. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping against that. I, I just don't believe that's going to be the case. But uh, yeah, man. So who do you have for next week then? Who's your pick? Uh, you go first on this one, man. Like I want, I'm curious what you're gonna say because this is this. I think for you know what's funny is with everything said about you know was this a waste of time and you know yeah. the end result is perfect for the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast because <laughs> the Finn Balor versus Adam Cole debate, who is the greatest NXT champion of all time debate, it, it's it you know it's it's. It's there in the recordings, man. We've talked about it this. Is. We've gone back yeah. and forth. We did research to kind of oh go back God. and forth yeah. about these two guys. And now, at the end, we we have this draw, and then they're going to have this one-on-one match for the NXT Championship. And I'm not saying that this match decides who's the greatest of all time. Just like that, when it was a Fatal 4-Way, I didn't think it would decide the greatest of all time. But... It is fun to kind of see them go head to head and be like, hmm, this is interesting. Okay. So for you especially, this is your guy, Adam Cole. But 
you kind of feel a certain type of way now. I do, man. I, I mean, I feel like if <laughs> I don't know, man, if Finn Balor was to win and beat Adam Cole, and then you we come on the show, just like, yeah, see, man, Finn Balor, see, he won. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, he did. You know, just uh, you want some cookies, man? <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, I don't, it's just like I don't. Yeah, he deserves. Like Adam Cole deserves to lose, man. You know, it's. Mm. I don't, oh, just a side thing. Is Adam yeah. Cole still, in your eyes, the greatest NXT champion of all time? Oh, man. That is a <laughs> great question. You, I, that's something I ha, I need to take, like, some thought. Like, I need to wow. take a good shower and think. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's the think right there. That's a good thinking question. Like, man. man. That's like when you got to drink a beer and just sit back. It's like, man. Huh. Do I think <laughs> Adam Cole wow. is still a great... Yeah, man. Is it like the story? That story, just just the logic. One story, just dude. I told you. I said. I said. I said in the episode the way my brain operates. It it is very logic. I have a very logical personality, bro. It's like if shit is kind of out of place, no matter how small or big, it's like oh, I can't overlook that. I can't. I'm sorry. Other people willing to do. Hey, man. More and more power to y'all. If you guys said like, "Hey, Adam made made Pat McAfee look good," you know, which he did, cool. But in my eyes, in the story within the story, outside, you know, what I'm saying now outside of the wrestling, not behind the scenes, but within the story, the story did not work for me. It was a lot of missteps, a lots of them. So, four hundred and three day title reign. He's a triple crown winner. He beat the likes of Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunne. He went against Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he went against Seth Rollins. Yep. He he actually um, in the in the package leading up to the rematch with Johnny Gargano, they showed in some of those house shows. He beat Keith Lee. He mm-hmm. beat Matt Riddle. Yeah. Like you know the the laundry list. I mean, because again, when we compare Finn and in and uh, and um, Adam Cole, we you looked at the level of competition he went against, and you know there's no for me, you know I can challenge it a little bit, but at the end of the day, like yeah, those names, I mean those are the who's who of NXT, you know, in terms of like so all of that gets erased by one match with. Pat I'm not McAfee. saying that, man. I, I didn't even answer the question. I just said I need time to think. But the hesitation says a lot, though. It does because I need to. I just cannot answer that with confidence anymore, bro. I can't. It's like it's like a piece of my soul was taken. Finn Balor <laughs> as the greatest NXT champion of all time confirmed. If you have Dude, to, hesitate, if you was to scream that, if you was to scream that in the to the heavens, to I would not even like debate that. I don't even like. How dare you say that in front of? Ad- you can't say that in my presence. I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, he, wow. he deserves it. He, you know, he beat Adam Cole. All right. Hey. Dang. If I would have known, all I would need it was one match with Pat McAfee to win that debate. Wow. Gosh. Dang, man. This is a moment. All right. All right. Thank hey, you, Congratulations. Hey, it's, it's like with me watching a movie. If 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 the plot and, and the scene just throws off the whole story, I'm like, you know, what the hell? This whole movie's stupid then. And, my, and people might say, oh, that was a great movie. You know, the little, the middle part, yeah, it's a little, it's, it got a little hazy. But after that, man, it cleaned up. And, like, nah, nah. It, it it threw off the whole story. Yeah. But then also, too, I don't know. I feel like I'm defending Adam Cole now. But 
the way I look at it is this, like his title reign, if you look at the title reign without, he wasn't champion when that happened with Pat McAfee. So it's not like that was a title defense. You know, you could say, oh, you know, a dead clock is right twice a day. Like, you know, Pat McAfee got lucky one day. Could he do it again to Adam Cole? <laughs> could he catch him again? No, but it's like, like there's so you're, many you're, ways that you can kind of. But he, you know what he messed up? He said when he told Pat McAfee, I was going to make you my bitch. And he did not commit to that. He did not in any way. He did not. Co- Anyway, any form I mean, he of tried, he tried. He tried. He just couldn't. There, there was attempts. Exactly. He just couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't back up what he was saying, bro. Oh man. See, see, and again, the way I look at it is, look at look at Adam Cole in this matchup, right? This fatal four way Mount Rushmore matchup. Yeah. This Adam Cole doesn't look like the Adam Cole that struggled with Pat McAfee. That's why I say it's not canon. Because it doesn't match up. It's like they depowered Adam Cole in order to make that match make sense. There's no way that Adam Cole that that we saw just go up against Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and Finn Balor in the same matchup has problems with... If you throw Pat McAfee into this matchup, he's getting destroyed. Like, he just he just can't hang no, with not. these... No, he's not. No, he's getting destroyed. Pat, Pat, the Pat, way it should, and, and, and here, here what I'm <laughs> that I, that I wanted to debate you with. Here, here what I'm saying is, it, I'm not saying that's the way they'll book it. I'm saying logically, he should be destroyed. There's no way that he should be able to compete exactly. with those guys in the ring. He shouldn't be able. But to. he will though. If he was included into that in that match, he will be a competitor. He would compete. The commentating would give him a lot of praise. He would shock right. a lot of people. Right. But that I think that's more of a Triple H issue. That's more of a writing issue. That's not a Finn Balor, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa issue. Their skills way outweigh his. But they're going to book it. They're going to write it in a way to make Pat McAfee look the way he is. So to your to your point, like I hear what you're saying, but I also think that the blame, maybe the blame is kind of going in the wrong direction. Maybe the blame shouldn't be towards Adam Cole. So when we have a bad movie, should I blame the actor or the director, man? The, the director, absolutely. But not the actor, too, with the performance? That, that's, but, that's, yeah. that's included. But the director is the one that's telling the actor what performance they want to see. Like, you could see Will Smith. Okay, so like Will Smith, for instance, he's one of my, my favorite actors. Really charismatic guy. You know, like... He, we've seen him in good movies, and we've seen sometimes you're like, man, what's, what's this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what I'm watching right now. And to me, it's, it's the actor. If you're doing your job, you are g- delivering the performance the director wants. It's, it's the director's vision that you're trying to execute. You know, so uh, to me, you know, and this is coming from like I, I love film. I've written. I've done. I've directed. Oh yeah. You know, I've, I so for me, it's like extensive back, back. Right. <laughs> so, so for me, it's like, hey, if if I take on that responsibility and I own that, that if if the film doesn't come out the way that I wanted it to, that's on me because the actors. I told them, hey, this is how I want you to be in this scene. This is the motivation. This is what's going on. I'm setting the stage, and they're doing their best to execute my vision. Now, we may collaborate. They may throw something. Hey, I want to try this. I want to try this. It still, it ends with me, you know, as the director to say, oh, no, I don't want that because that doesn't fit the, the, what we're trying to do, you know, like based off of this that happened in this character's history, they wouldn't do that. Like I'm the one holding the logic. I'm the one holding the bigger picture. So for me, that's triple H. 
that's all the writers in the back, you know, it's all of them kind of saying, hey, you know, Adam Cole, we want this match to go this certain type of way. Now, Adam Cole could have said, all right, so oh, you let know me what? ask you this. Okay, so say, all right, I'll throw this out, I'll throw this out there because this, this will lead to my next question. All right. If, all right, you're a director, you you set you, you got the set going, but you want to see how they interact with each other. You just tell them to ad lib this scene. So the ad lib the scene, yeah, and and yeah, some people like it, some people don't. Who who still to take the blame? People don't like it. Who, who who's to blame? So the director or the performers? Well, again, okay. So if you let them just go and you know just just flow with it, like mm-hmm. let's just see what happens in this, right? It's tough because in in film, you know, you get to edit it, you get to work around it. So it's like they may try something that doesn't work. And that happens all the time. That's why you do multiple takes. Like the first time, the motivation, the, the, the performance might not be there. Right. And so as the director, you're looking at it and you're still making that final decision to say, okay, does this take work or do we have to try this again? Because it didn't, you know, so for me, even if you're letting them ad lib. You know, unless you're doing this live and you only have one shot and you're just like, hey, go for it. That's still your choice to allow them to do that. Right. But over, overall, in a film where you again, it, this is tough because for me, looking at it from a film standpoint, it's like yeah. even if they ad lib, like you could still edit. You can still choose which take if the ad lib take sucks. Don't use it. You know what I'm saying? And that's up to the director. The actor's not in the cutting room making that decision. That's on the director. You know, that's on the, the editor. That's on everybody behind the scenes saying, "Okay, let's let's finish this up." And ma-. it's like, look at the um, look at the 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 whole hype for the Snyder cut for Justice League. Like oh, everyone's yeah, like, "Oh, course. we want to see the Snyder cut. You want to see Zack Snyder's <laughs> vision?" You know, because the the first one that came out, everyone was like, "Oh man, what the hell was that?" You know, and we we want to see what it was supposed to be because you had the change of director happen midway through, and it's like, I want to see what Zack Snyder's vision is. You know, it wasn't about like Henry Cavill's performance or this. It's more about like the director's vision and Visual, seeing, yeah. right? So for me, it's it's I I put at the end of the day, the buck stops with that director. If the movie sucks, it, the director is the one that takes most of the blame. Now, if an actor's performance sucks in one movie but it's good in another movie, like how do you how do you rectify that? You know, like to me, it's you got one director over here that didn't know what the hell they were doing, and then you got mm. the other director that. It's Christopher Nolan directing, you know, Tenet. You know what I'm saying? And everybody looks great. So it's yeah. just, yeah, okay. man. Because the reason why I asked that question, because in the Adam Cole and Pat McAfee match, come to find out, you know, they didn't even pregame that match. They they called those those moves live. Right. As they was going. So that was, you know, all Adam Cole and Pat McAfee working it out as they was, you know, in the rest holes and whatnot, calling out moves. But the decision to make it, competitive in the first place you know and to to even put adam cole like it's it's nxt and triple h's responsibility to make sure that adam cole doesn't come out of this looking like a jackass right that's just the way i look at it like for adam cole if he's being told hey go ahead you guys work this out but ultimately this is what we want we want a competitive matchup we don't want to squash. We don't want you to just destroy him because you have umpteen years of experience and he has two weeks. We want you to go out and make this a competitive matchup, you know, over these 16 minutes. They got to make that, you know, work the best they can, but it's already done. It's like the deed is done once they made that decision that, hey, this is going to be competitive. 
So, you know, I hear what you're saying. Like, like okay, let's say Adam Cole and Triple we're, H. We're on, like, opposite ends of the Opposite sides right of this, now. I know. This is, this is insane. <laughs> but, look, let's, let's say Adam Cole and let's say Triple H talked, like, was sitting down with Adam Cole and Pat McAfee and said, hey, what kind of match should this be? And Adam Cole says, I think it should be competitive. You know, like, at that point, it's like, well, you can't really defend Adam Cole in that sense because he's opting to put over Pat McAfee. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's where it's like, okay, it goes out the window. But for me, I'm looking at it like this is Triple H wanting, this is WWE wanting, you know, their brand to just grow in this way. And, oh, oh you know, I understand the whole, you know, the behind the scenes logistics of it, of them wanting to include Pat McAfee, you know, this cross brand, you know, uh, uh, attribute they're able to use. They're able to go to different, you know, atmospheres like, like you said, ESPN and Fox and all that right. and whatnot. I get that. It's just to me at the end of the day, man. You know, once the story is is to me, you know, it can be a, a small misstep or a huge. In this case, this was a huge misstep because you're setting up, you know, uh, you're, you're setting up like a guarantee that you couldn't commit to at the end of the day. And I'm like, damn, I didn't see none of that, man. You know, and it even and it didn't help that I saw it. I saw a prime example of it the next day on no I didn't even prime except the next day. It was the day before it was uh Brody. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that Saturday night with, with yeah. Brody. Yeah, yeah, that earlier, earlier that night I saw it with Brody, just complete dominated against Cody, and then I saw with uh on SummerSlam against Seth Rollins and Dominic, man, when you saw the, the discrepancy in the skill level, I'm like, bro, I'm superior than you. I'm about to show you. And you right. saw it. Right. Yeah, man. Hey. We we agree that you know the way that we thought that match should happen was you got to respect the work that Adam Cole would put in and say this guy is not on his level. Like unless Adam Cole is you know has both arms tied behind his back, you know is is under the weather, you know and like you know something else happens, you know where he just can't he's blind in both eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like or then, just, you know, there's it, a stipulation you have to wrestle with one arm behind, tied behind his back. Yeah, something you know like it just it just it just seems improbable that Pat McAfee should even be able to hang with Adam Cole. So you know we're on the same page there. I just feel like with Adam Cole, it it for me it's one where eventually I know and and sooner rather than later because I'm already kind of getting there to where I'm just throwing that out, man, for him. Because he did so much work. He's such a great wrestler. Like, that that guy that fought Pat McAfee and the guy that fought in this Fatal 4-Way that we just watched, it's like two different stories. It's like two different wrestlers. It's like two different skill sets. Two different skill levels, I should say, is what we're seeing. He got depowered for Pat McAfee, and then they <laughs> ratcheted back up for the Fatal 4-Way. And it's like, oh, okay, that's Adam Cole. You know, like, so, yeah. Uh, that's that's the way I look at it. I get it. I get it from your standpoint, but you know that's the way I look at it. Yeah, man. Like we'll see. Like maybe I'll, I'll you know I'll turn the page over Adam Cole. But right now, it is what it is. Yeah, I feel you. All right. So you still didn't answer the question though, in terms of who do you think is going to win this uh, the championship? Now I got Finn Balor. Okay. <laughs> got Finn. All right. All right. You see, and you see it clean. You see no. I see it no, clean. Okay. I, well, hopefully there's no you know shenanigans like undisputed doesn't get involved. I want like you know just a mano a mano clean match, and I think this is what the WWE universe fans need and, and deserve. Like just get a a, a finite to this match, man. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I got. I was, I was really hoping you would have said Adam Cole, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, just to yeah. get you yeah. guys back. Not man, today. But yeah, not up in here. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I got, I got Finn Balor. I got Finn Balor in this one. I mean, Finn Balor really, he technically in my eyes, he won this this matchup already, and Adam Cole just kind of snuck in and got the win at the last second. Um, but you know, Finn Balor, the greatest NXT champion of all time. I think you know he yeah, puts that little stamp on it yeah. and wins this match. Maybe no, it, it is. It's it's over with because here's the thing. Now, if he wins, but, then yeah, I'm just saying right now it's a maybe. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying maybe. So but if, if wins, Adam Cole then, wins you know, this matchup, then what happens? I don't, I don't know, man. And I was just about to ask you that if Adam Cole wins, like what's next for Finn Balor? Do you send him back to Maine? No, no, no. First of all, we already said on this show. NXT is the main roster, so that's 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 well, yeah, first yeah. correction. But you know I what I mean. My I know my what you mean. I know I'm what sorry. You mean. I, I know, but I gotta give NXT <laughs> that respect. Um, no, I, I look if if Adam Cole wins and for Finn Balor, I think you know maybe there's a rematch in there somewhere. Uh, maybe we get back to because NXT UK uh, feels like it's getting ready to start oh, yeah, back up, is. so we can get back to him versus Walter, mm-hmm. um, which is why I thought Tommaso Ciampa was gonna win because. You know, Finn, I feel like we've just been on pause with this whole Walter thing. So that's the matchup that I was really looking forward to. Maybe maybe you have a point. Maybe that's the reason why he's just been, you know, just just be kind of floating around in NXT. Because, yeah, there is a pause button that Mm -hmm. gets him in in Walter. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Cause that was so, a huge pause right there. It, huge, huge. They were gonna. It was gonna be in Ireland. He was fighting for the title. Yes. Like that was gonna. It be is home country, bro. Yes, massive, massive with that crowd. Oh my god. So that's that. I could see like if there is a way for Adam Cole to win, or a reason why Adam Cole goes over. I think it's because hey, we're gonna get that matchup. Maybe you have. Um, I don't know, Walter shows up or anything, but Imperium, you know, getting involved somehow, mm-hmm. some way. I wouldn't put it past, and to me, I think if it's done well, because they do this in wrestling, and it's it's they've done it in NXT a little bit, where you have, you know, uh, guys get involved in some ways. But I hear you, though, like for this one, my hope <laughs> is that we get the clean finish, and then maybe afterwards we get, you know, someone coming down. Either it's Undisputed Era to celebrate with Adam Cole or Imperium to, you know, jump Finn or whatever. But let's keep the shenanigans until after the matchup, hopefully, so we can get a clean so what, finish. So, so what if Imperium shows up, Walter shows up? That'll be a whole shit moment, and, first and, of all. And man, and man. Right, right. And then helps Adam Cole to get, you know, the NXT championship again. Then he'd be, what, three times? That'd be, no, that'd be two times. Oh no! It is. Uh, yeah, no. It'd be two time. Two time. Be two time because uh, he beat Johnny and then he didn't lose it since then. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Two times. So two time. Then until Keith Lee, he didn't lose. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be a holy shit moment if Walter showed up because we hadn't seen Walter in forever. So yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, then does that nullify your reason to get upset? Then like, okay, I'm willing to accept this unclean finish. I think the the initial feeling for seeing Walter, yeah, I wouldn't even be thinking like, oh man, we're not seeing clean finish. Like that, holy shit, Walter, we're, we're back, we're back on for this matchup. Like I'd be excited, I would be, okay. I would be. If I'm being real, I would be. As much yeah. as I would love to I see think a clean I would finish too. like you, I, I would mark thinking, out because yeah. I was I was like super excited for that match when I found that when they were first setting it up, you know, like you said, Finn Balor's gonna be in his home country, take over Ireland, yeah, for the UK title against the undefeated. Walter. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
that's yeah. I I just I want to see that. I want to see that matchup. Yeah. So yeah, man. If Walter shows up, awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, before we get into the payback recap, uh, the other the other two guys, I just wanted to ask you about them. You know, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. Where do we go from here with them? Ooh, Tommaso. Um, not Tommaso. Johnny. I I could see maybe where he's gonna go. Maybe uh, he'll he probably uh, make his claim at the NXT title. Mm. You know, uh, I could see him. I could see him do that. Like he'd be the next guy to get a shot. Yeah, at, at whoever. Guy. Uh, wins this exactly, exactly, man. Because he he still he he still has uh, he he still has a main agenda, a main goal, and, and he still has a story, he still has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommaso, I don't know because I don't know what his purpose is. You know, yeah. all we know that he just came back, pissed off, destroyed Jake Atlas, put him in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> and you know, we saw him in the federal four way. That that yeah. got him in the federal four way. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, I'm just so, so, like, if anything, that's the thing that confuses me the most is why, like, Tommaso just came back. Yeah. And Karrion Cross and him have that history. So it kind of made sense. If Karrion Cross didn't get hurt, it would have been Tommaso. Next man so, up. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I why think, not yeah. give the belt to Ciampa? You know, the guy who never really lost. Never lost it. And then Johnny screwed him out of the title. Like, it just made sense, you know. This here, there's there's other stories. Unless you could they have tell. other plans for him, you know. He's Probably, but I just group. I really wanted Tommaso to win this man. I I just watching this matchup, I was like, oh come on, come on, this is it, this feels right. This feels right for Tommaso, and it didn't happen. He's not part of the two that were tied. I was like, oh, he's left out. What what do we do? <laughs> you know, what do we do with Tommaso now? So yeah, he's got that sweet mask now. That he's wearing. Oh, like, I love that mask. Yeah, man. something like a scorpion or something like that. More to come. Combat. Yeah, it's yeah. just just or like uh, I don't know predator, De- predator. Uh, uh, it was a dead shot or death stroke. Like I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so many different masks we could pull up, but um, yeah, man, he wore it. I think at a War Games. Um, that was that was the last time before this that he yeah. wore it. So yeah, man, it looks slightly different though. Look, it was more. It was smaller. I believe the one at Takeover was was bigger. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm looking he, at something different. But I could have yeah. swore it looked. It, it looked better for some reason, and it was, to me, it was more, it was smaller. Yeah, it's just, it's cool as shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool as shit. I like that look. I like that look. But uh, we'll see, man. We'll see what's going on for Tommaso. Maybe he'll I don't... put somebody else in the hospital, man. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, at this point, he's going to be pissed off. So, yeah, like someone's going to get it. This, yeah, this so is next show, man. That, whoever's in this way, just in this path. <laughs> They're getting just destroyed. <laughs> yeah, man, like Lance Hoyt, man. Just, oh, uh... <laughs> All right, so we'll see. So, yeah, Johnny uh, contending for the next title shot. Tommaso Ciampa just destroying the next person that even looks at him wrong. Uh, Finn Balor, you know, maybe going against Walter if he doesn't win. But more than likely, he's probably the guy that's going to win. So him versus Johnny makes sense. And for Adam Cole, man, with a loss here, I don't know. What? 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 What about Adam Cole? What about your boy? If he loses here, like, what does he do? Very good question. Where where does he go? Where where will be like where will be his next path? You know, and how is his next path will be defined? That's a very good question. I don't know, man. You know, yeah. like does he venture off and see if he can do it? By, oh well, no. I, I would say like Mm-mm. I was about to say see if he can do it by himself without undisputed. But, oh yeah, no, nah, nah. 
You don't split them up. Nah, you don't I don't want to see that. Up. I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see him go to SmackDown or Raw either. No, you know, hell fear, no, but bro. I just don't want to see that happen. He'll get, he'll get lost in the, I already know. He'll get yeah. lost in the shuffle, man. He's going to get new music. He's going to yeah. get some new gear. Yeah, man. <laughs> They're going to get yeah. the Keith Lee yep. treatment. Oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, man, shouts out to Eric Young, you know, new TNA Impact Champion. Talking oh, about man. Going from, yep. uh, man, from, from nothing, from nothing. job to, to you know, to, to champion now. Yes. You know, out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to him. Congrats. Yeah, and Donna Perrazzo, too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Man. All right, so yeah, that'll that'll do it for this. So I guess the to wrap it up for from my end, no, it wasn't a waste of time. Fun matchup, <laughs> and it's to be continued for for this coming uh, Super Tuesday two. From your side, you're saying, I ne- I think I never really answered the question, so I'll say this because I think you made a good point. You know, uh, I, when you say I think we just hit a pause button, and you know, and, and did I did it take you out for the excitement for the next next match it, it didn't right. uh, I still want to see the match because you know these two dudes are good workers and Finn Balor is amazing and Adam Cole he's a, he's a great wrestler too man so <laughs> the greatest I don't know I don't know man Finn you know? Balor's a great wrestler and Adam Cole uh, you know no, you said sorry. You said Finn Balor's amazing, and then you uh, said Adam Cole. Hey, he's a great wrestler. Like yeah, the way. It's, it's Devin, the same. Man, great and amazing. You changed, Devin. You changed. Did I? I don't know, man. That dude. That match felt like it was like I was scarred or something. Like, oh, I should man. never watch that. Adam I Cole, baby. The second you know what's gonna happen. The second the crowd is back and they're saying Adam Cole, baby. Devin's back. This just maybe, man. Maybe just, I need the crowd to give me that jump start, man. My battery's dead right now. I need jump start. I think you're right. <laughs> I yeah. think you're right. Maybe that's what it you is. You won't be able to resist. <laughs> You'll be maybe, back. maybe you're like, oh, I'm gonna start like oh Gotta go, baby. <laughs> but right now it's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, I'll put some respect on his name, man. Adam Cole, I, baby. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. He's got a shot, man. He's got a shot to win it, so don't be surprised if they say, hey. You know, Finn. Maybe he'll going against Walter. maybe he'll get me in a match. Like, oh man, I was actually rooting for him to yeah. win or something. Even though I said I'm I, I'm picking Finn Balor. You never know. You'll yeah. see. We'll see. Because so, at the end of the day, I love freaking wrestling. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll cap off. We'll cap off the NXT section because really that was the biggest thing that happened in NXT. Yeah. That's the thing everyone's talking about. So. Uh, more to come with NXT next week. But let's switch gears here and go over to the payback recap. Payback. Um, yeah, payback. I mean, this there was a lot of excitement for this pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, even with barely any build-up, really, we had one week, two two shows. The, you know, the go-home show, well, the post-SummerSlam slash yes. go-home show <laughs> of, of Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> In the same damn episode. Right. Get, make sure you get that slash in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, with the Roman Reigns situation, I think that was enough to really make this pay-per-view just really oh, exciting. Game changer. Game it was. Changer. It was. And so I just couldn't wait. I'm like, all right, this main event, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, you know, this whole pay-per-view, I was I was hyped up for it. Did it live up to expectations? We'll talk about it. But let's go through it one by one. So, in the pre-show, it was Riot Squad versus the Iconics. Um, the Riot, Riot Squad ended up getting the victory. I didn't see the matchup, but I know they got the victory in this yeah. one. And I, I would suggest 
watched the match. It was some very good storytelling in the match between the Riot Squad and the Iconics, man. Uh, for a pre-show, I was very impressed by the ladies. Nice, nice. Well, and I guess in continuation of this, there was, there was another matchup that happened this past Raw where it was the Riot Squad versus the Iconics again. Mm-hmm. And with the stipulation of whoever lost are no more. Now, you hear this and you're thinking... Stakes are high. There's no way they split up the Iconics. Right! There's no way. I just can't... I can't see it. I can't see, you know, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce singles. Oh, like it just is the Iconics together yeah. as a duo. Right. It they just, can't do one without the other. Right. But then you're saying they just put the Riot Squad back together. Why would they split them up again? Like, that didn't make any sense either. But between the two... We've seen Ruby Ride and Liv Morgan, you know, in singles competition. So, yeah, it's like, I guess I could see that. But, man, so I don't know. I, I had no idea what was going to happen. Sure enough, the Iconics lost. And they are no longer a tag team. And it just feels weird. Like, yeah, they're singles. I just, stars now. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. And, you know, the, the word on the street, you know, is Vince uh, has... Plans for Peyton Royce, you know, he sees her being singles. Uh, Billy Kay, I don't know. I don't know what this means for her. Is she just done now? Because I hope not, man. Like I hope not. She's good too. Yeah, like, Billy Kay, I, I love her. Like the way her comedic timing is perfect. She could at times the way she uses her voice makes it really annoying. Where they're just shouting in the wrestling, <laughs> my, like hey hey, it's like oh my god, this they need to turn down the volume. But it works to their benefit. It works to their character. So. Uh, I, I do enjoy that. Yeah, man. I just I feel like this this is just a mistake. I just think this is a mistake. I think that Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan when they got split up, I thought that was a mistake. When they did yeah. the draft and yeah. they split the, them uh, up to different shows, that just was a, wrong. A, a miscalculation right here. Yeah. Now the iconics, I feel like they're kind of doing the same thing now, but to the to the two of them. So mm-hmm. you know you're going to try to push Peyton Royce, but then you're going to have Billy Kay not. You know, not get a push. She's just going to be catering, just kind of like hanging yeah. out. Like she's going to go to Raw Underground. She's going to go to SmackDown. She like, did what? throw Billy Kay in there in the ring, man. She did, yeah. yeah. But so just... maybe I don't know. Hopefully, they can do a story with, with including, you know, in talking about the way they split. Maybe they'll have a falling out, and they can both built from, from this story you know benefit from the story from each other i mean they teased it a little bit you know um when uh, what was it billy k slapped uh peyton royce or was it Peyton? i don't remember which one slapped which but you know they did have issues before you know and then they quickly mended mended yeah, that, you know, that fixed yeah. that so um you know and now i guess they're trying to go all the way with it and have them split up and like to your point maybe they just they start actually having issues with each other and go their separate ways but um yeah i don't know I don't know. This just felt a little bit weird, but that's where we're at. So no, no more iconics for now. Ruby Wright and Lynn Morgan. Iconic. Yeah, for the ah, last time. Yeah, <laughs> last time. No Get it out. Poses. <laughs> no more. So, um, so yeah. First match um, of the night at Payback was the, I guess, second to last time we'll see the iconics as a tag team, at least for now. Because never oh, say never with WWE. That's right. You know, that's just the way it is. So, but moving on to the opener of the card, and we had debated. It's funny, too, because when we saw the card, we were saying that, oh, you know, the, all these these matches here, I can't imagine, like, which one of these are going to be pre-show. And sure enough, they created, because the, the Riot Squad versus Iconics was not on the uh, it wasn't on the card when we no. talked about it. Yeah. I think they added that match the same day 
I, I believe. When, yeah, because I got notified that they added added the match to the pre-show. I want to say they added that on on that Sunday. Okay, okay. Because even Biggie and Sheamus wasn't on there either, and they added that. I was like, mm, maybe that's yep. going to be the pre-show. But yep. I, at first, I thought that was a pre-show as yep. well. Yep. Yep. So yeah, man. So we weren't sure. And the one match that we said better not be on pre-show was this one: the United States Championship matchup, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz. It ended up opening the show. We both. So it's funny because when we yeah. did these predictions, uh, you were. I think you picked Bobby Lashley. I did. I did. I confidently picked Bobby. And then right. we usually. And then what we do? We we get to talking. And we really broke this shit down to a science. And then mm-hmm. somehow we came out like, you know what? Apollo is going to come out. Yeah. Because he, the way they've just been setting up the story, him finding subtle ways to, to, uh, to I don't know, you could say, yeah, cheat or find, you know, heel tactics to, to win. or it's by or, any means necessary. Exactly. Exactly. As mm-hmm. MVP uh, said, it, you know, what are you willing to do to hold on to that U.S. championship title? And he wasn't willing to do enough because he lost. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> he clean, lost. Clean, he clean. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I, it was it was a it was a decent match. I mean it was somewhat short, nine minutes and thirty seconds. Um as an opener, you know, it was it was cool. But um yeah, I don't know. I just felt like watching this matchup, it, Apollo losing kind of felt a little bit deflating, like I think unfortunately this this is not a good sign. Like this might be it. Like I think he will get another matchup, probably Clash of Champions. He'll get a rematch, but I don't see him beating Bobby Lashley in the rematch. I see him losing. Oh, not again at all. Now. Hell right. no. Right. Hell no. So I don't see that yeah. at all. So then that might be it. Like that. I don't. I don't know that we see Apollo in the championship hunt. You know, again, at least not on Raw. Maybe if he goes to SmackDown, but I don't know. It just felt like they should have. You know. Apollo finding a way to get a win over Bobby Lashley would have helped Apollo's star rise a little bit more. Just like this is a guy that would have that on his on his resume that he's beaten Bobby Lashley. Um, but so you you don't think Apollo came out this match even though he lost he he didn't feel like he was slightly over from this or maybe no, not for me at least okay yeah not for me. For me, it was just like, okay, Bobby Lashley won the title, and the title looks great on him. It makes sense. It put him over, um, helps elevate oh, yeah. him. I love that pose he did when he, like, won. He kind of he was kneeling on one on one knee like a Superman pose when you yeah. land. If you just, you know, after you just flew, had that one pose. I was like, right. oh, that's a clean-ass pose when you win. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was it was amazing. It was amazing for yeah. Bobby, you know. And then Apollo, like he, he tried to attack him at the end, yeah, you know. Yeah. Which I was like, "What do you do? No, no, it's too late." To now. me, that didn't make sense. I, yeah. You know what? I I I I enjoyed that he had some fire in him, but to me, like, bro, you quit, right? You tap, right? So why are you saying? So why are you attacking him? There's no saying, dispute. Like I'm gonna get that back. Right, <laughs> that would make sense if like you got cheated out of it. Exactly. You're pissed off. Yeah, he yeah. beat you clean. He made you tap. You made were you the tap. one that he decided didn't to get quit. Pinned, right. right, it wasn't a pin. A one, two, three. No, nope. it was a. Didn't he put you in that fool Nelson. It was, that was a wrap. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just Apollo. It didn't make any sense. That that was weird. That was weird. So like I said, I just I feel like Apollo did not come out of this looking looking good. I feel like it was all about Bobby Lashley. He looked great. He did. Um, you know, MVP and Shelton were there, but they didn't really do anything. Like they I just thought MVP watched. did his did his part. You know, just him cheering on 
adding another piece uh, to the story, saying like when when he won, he was looking at the commentary. He's like, "See, I told you, I yeah. told you he was going out." So I, I I like that part too, man. And then him posing with Bobby Lashley. They had the camera and they doing the little poses, little five second poses, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that touch. Yeah, I just I, when I said they didn't do anything, I meant that they didn't cost Apollo the the loss. Oh, they no. didn't. They, they weren't didn't, even involved. Well, they Bobby just, like, said he didn't need. Like I don't need their help. Right. I'm gonna do this, but he he did. He did it. He, he did, did it, man. Yeah. So congrats to Bobby Lashley, the new United States champion, and yeah, the belt looks great on him. Definitely um, for Apollo. I mean, it was it was nice while it lasted. I I'm not gonna hold my breath till it happens again because I I don't know, man. I just don't see it. I, I don't think don't his story's it. done though, man. I think it's, it's still, not done, but I think it's still intertwined with the hurt business with Cedric and Ricochet uh, because on the following night. You you saw how what what they had like a, a triple threat match? No, it wasn't no triple wasn't no triple threat match. It was a it was like a three on three uh, on Raw Underground, but Hurt Business just whooped the dog shit out of him. Just <laughs> whooped him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just that's what it's yeah. Yeah. It, this yeah. this story right now, it's it's all about the Hurt Business. It's all about the Hurt Business. I think and, Cedric and too. I think Cedric's it. gonna is gonna be the next one to to get at it. That that has a payoff because the way they're smartly t- telling is it's like Cedric's getting tired of getting his ass whooped. Even when he got his boys, he's still getting his ass whooped. You got your ass whooped publicly at Raw Underground with your boys. Yeah. <laughs> But if he joins at this point, I don't know. Because he, they, you know, MVP offered him again because Cedric came down by himself. And Cedric just said, no. As a matter of fact, I didn't come by myself, you know. And who was it? The Was it the Viking Raiders at that point that came out and yeah, it was, was helping him? Yep. And um, I just, I don't know. I just think that he, he just, like you said, he just keeps getting destroyed. He keeps getting his ass whooped. And maybe he's just tired of it. But I, I I don't know. I just don't know if that if if when he joins at this point, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, oh shit, that's awesome. Like he doesn't look like a strong addition. He just looks like, all right, you know, uh, if you can't beat him, join him. Let me stop getting my ass whooped and join the dudes that were that would beat me down. But what if know. it impact Apollo? You think that would make a difference then for you? Like if he was to do a heel turn, but it it, it definitely impacted Apollo. Like you saw this. You know this emotion roller coaster, like because they're. I think the behind the scenes of the story, they you know they've been boys for a while. You know they knew each other even before WWE. So if you was to see that, you know, and then we have a story that kind of focus on Apollo and Ced, uh, Cedric now. I honestly, I, I no, it wouldn't impact me because I'll, I'll be real about it. Like I was just starting to really care when it came to Apollo, mm-hmm. and now with this happening. I feel like I don't care as much about the story right now for from Apollo's side. Now, you know, if they show that, what you're talking about with them having a history, they need to show it. Like, they yeah. can't just expect, you know, us to go digging and find out, oh, Apollo and Cedric have this history going way back in, in the indie scene. Like, they, they need to show us that and highlight that so that we can care. But right now... Just that level of care just is not there. Like, it's it's all, again, to, to me, the story has been the hurt business. And then these guys are, like, the ones nipping at their heels, kind of, you know, annoying them. And Bobby yeah. just keeps destroying them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's it. So, for me, it's like you just kind of cut, you know, Apollo's legs out from under him right when I was starting to care about him as a, as a champion, as a, as a star, you know, as a growing star. 
you know, for him to win a match against Bobby, that would have been like, oh, this is a real legitimate win because he beat MVP. Like, who cares? He beat MVP. He should be an MVP. Yeah. But Bobby, like, you beat him as strong as he's looked, that would have meant something. So and now I'm like, okay, now I can take him seriously. Now I know that Vince is taking him seriously. I know that they're they're wanting to push him. But now it just seems like, nah, he was just a placeholder. He was just kind of like, they gave him the title. They gave him his moment. Transitional cool. champion. Not transitional, but, you know, just kind of like, all right, let's give him the belt. Let's give him this moment. You know, it's 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 not just, just going like. going through the motions with him. Yeah. Or just going through the motions of just, you know, just a regular U.S. title run. Just right. Just special. Right. Not, right. not the normal. Right. It's, it's not quite Kofi, because Kofi's meant more, but it was still disappointing at the end, you know. And I feel like this isn't as bad because that was that was the WWE Championship. Yeah. But it's almost like a lighter version of that. Like, okay, cool. We gave it to Apollo. No one really saw that coming, but he, he finally got his moment. And then it's just over. And you're like, man, like, are we even going to remember this in six months? <laughs> you know, like, are we still no. going to be, you know, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it just sucks. It sucks to even be saying this, but, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah, we'll see what they, you know, what they uh, present to the table for future storylines for Apollo, man. Right. Hopefully, right. you know, because I'm hearing in behind the scenes that MVP is taking like Apollo, Ricochet, and Cedric. And he, this is like basically his brainchild, this storyline, the hurt business, having these intertwined stories with, with the three of them to, so they can get some TV time. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, it's, I like the fact that they're getting TV time. I really do. I like that they, they deserve it. You know, now it's like, but we got to make sure we're we're doing the right things with it because the hurt business is getting put over big time. They are, yeah. you know that that is clear. Yeah, but because the raw underground look, that was like, okay, that was just stupid strong. Now, right, exactly. Even MVP but, was looking strong. Right, but now like, let's put over Cedric, let's put over Apollo, let's put over Ali, let's put over Ricochet, like all the guys involved in this. Like we gotta, if the whole point of this is to create you know, four new stars in the storyline out of those guys. I feel like they're not there. They haven't done it yet. And it's starting to run its course. It's, start, it's starting to feel like we're getting to the end of the story. And I, I don't know that, like, Apollo seems to have gotten the most help from this. But even him, I feel like now, I don't, I still am not there to where I'm like, oh, he could be, you know, a, a big star. Like, I just yeah. feel like he had his That's moment. A, it was cool, but, yeah. That's a fair assessment, man. You know, because... Uh, you know, like you said, it's it's like the light version of of Kofi, Kofi right. Ray, right? So it's you know si- similar format, exactly. Different exactly. scenario, yeah. Man, well, speaking of uh, New Day member in Kofi Kingston, one of his, his former tag team partner, yeah. Big E, had a match up here against Sheamus, which this to me is like night and day from the Bobby and Apollo Cruz match because <laughs> Big E, this was. Like one of those to me star making performances. Coming I wish, out party. I wish we had an actual crowd for this one because I'm really curious how that would have been for him to have a crowd and then have the because really the story of this matchup for me was after the match. Yes, like yes, the match the celebration. Was, yes. Exactly, the match was great, and you know maybe a crowd would have helped that even feel like more. But what really did it was Biggie's celebration at the end. You know, on the mm. outside with Corey Graves and just telling Corey Graves. You tell him, Corey, you ain't feeling that. You ain't feeling me. You ain't feeling that. You ain't feeling me. I'm here. Like, just just, Woo. just going. Felt that like passion, passion. Bro. Yeah. Yes. 
just I, I just loved it, man. I love that form, you know. And and for Biggie, Corey's like, I'm telling him, I'm telling him right yeah, now. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, tell Corey, tell him, you tell him, you tell him. I'm like, wow, Biggie, okay, okay. Like, I, I just I loved it, man. I loved yeah, it. And the celebration, yeah, definitely. It, it's almost crazy because it's that's that's almost same thing that happened in New Day when when they was heels and they won the tag teams as New Day for the first time and they had that wild ass celebration and that's when people starting to starting to turn on to them and feel them. Yeah. So it's it's crazy that, you know, Big East basically is doing the same thing with this you know, it was a it was a good match. I enjoyed it, it with Sheamus, yeah. And being you know, the way Sheamus has been booked, he's not he's not like no slouch. So mm-hmm. it was a definitely good powerhouse match. But that celebration, that that impact right there, man, that was money. Right. And I mean, I hate to use this term, but Sheamus kind of fits the whole like gatekeeper type mm-hmm. of role, you know, where if you he's have a good golf, huh? Yeah, kinda. Especially with this look right now, it's like I don't I don't really see him bar fight Sheamus. <laughs> right. He's not gonna elevate past this and become <laughs> no. universal champion. Like it's not, not bar fight this, Sheamus, yeah. man. Bar <laughs> fight bar fight Sheamus is the gatekeeper, right? He's the gatekeeper. He is. <laughs> so for me with this, it's like but he's good enough to where you take it seriously when someone like with Big, when Biggie's going against them, it's like okay, this is not an easy fight, Mm-mm. and you know Biggie getting a win over him is great for the resume. Like you beat Sheamus, former you know WWE champion, former tag team champion, yep, like just a ring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, he's got he's got the prestige to where you just you take that from him now and add that onto yourself to say, hey, I'm legit, I'm real, I'm here. Like, tell him, Corey, I'm here. Just, I just, I loved it, man. I loved it for Biggie, everything about it. So, where we go from here, I mean, just keep on book, booking him strong. Like, just keep yes, this man. momentum going. Keep having him talk on Talking Smack. Keep having to cut promos because that, that energy that Biggie has, man, is infectious. And so, you just need to keep letting this man, man flow. But what I want eventually, you know, with these wins, I want him to eventually have a, 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 a run to go for the universal title with against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. You know, for the behind the scenes, we know Roman Reigns is the the locker room leader. But oh, we've yeah. been hearing about Big E taking that role over now since Roman Reigns has been gone. He was gone for 6 months and Big E has stepped up in that role as the locker room leader. And you see that too, you know, doing these backstage se- segments too, man. You you feel like the people Love Big E, and I've, yeah. I've been hearing and I hear the stories about it too behind the scenes. Like people love Big E, man. So uh, I would just love to see this, like these two, and just have see how they play off each other, man. Top face of Big E, and you got the top heel, you know, Roman, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, man, with Paul Heyman. So hell yeah. <laughs> It's still crazy to me to even hear that statement that said the top heel Roman. Like, what? I put world those two words in? together. Yep. I literally just put those two words. Those are uncommon words. Those words don't go together. No. no. Those are uncommon words, bro, yeah. to put together. Right. Uh, that's like saying, like, you know, shrimp and peanut butter. Like, what? No. No. 
Ew. Ew. That will never. That will never happen. Well, but here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Heel yeah. Roman Reigns. Uh, it's happening. What, have you been watching? Food Wars? No, I just, <laughs> I just took two random things okay. and put them together, Okay. Man. That okay. would be disgusting. Hell no. Well, that's, that sounds like no. a Food World reference, Ugh, man. That would be gross. I would, no. <laughs> Even picturing that in my head, man, makes me want to throw up. Like, no. No. Individually, yes. You know, both are great, but nah, you can't put those together. Hell no. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, let's see now. Two guys that, that I just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this matchup. I really need your help with this one. The Matt Riddle versus King Corbin matchup. I don't know if I can help you out that much. I just, I mean, talk about two things not really going together. Like, oh, man, we're going to be two, reaching. Yeah, I just, okay. So, it was very uncomfortable, too, in the interview right oh before the matchup. Oh where God, it was, yeah. it was uh, Kayla. Was it Kayla that brought this Kayla up Braxton, to Matt? yeah. So she's interviewing Matt Riddle before the matchup. You know, he's saying, yeah, he's ready for the matchup. He wants to get Corbin, blah, blah. But then Kayla mentions that on social media, Corbin said that, you know, said, had some harsh words for him. And then he mentioned, or she mentions that he said he's going to make him prove that he's a failure in the ring because he's already proved he's a failure as a husband. Now, you know, Matt Riddle, you know, he kind of like, he, at first he was okay, but then he kind of like, his facial expression changed, and he kind of looked like confused, and they kind of looked like distraught, and he just kind of like walked off, right? And he's trying to stay in character, but still, you know, he walks off. Now, for all, for context, we all know yeah. that Matt Riddle said, confessed that he did have an affair um, you know, years back uh, with with this woman who made an accusation against him that she was sexually assaulted uh, by him. So he denied the sexual assault, but he admitted that they did have an affair and he was, you know, just upset with himself about that. It was, you know, it was a mistake and he should not have done it and blah, blah, blah. But for me with this, because, again, there was that allegation against Riddle, it's yeah. it's this is a topic that shouldn't even be brought up on television mm-hmm. as part of a storyline in my mm-hmm. in my opinion. You just you can't do it. It's it's it like I think seriously this is crossing the line, bro. Yeah. Like even if Riddle uh, I can't even see Riddle except to to talk about that, to bring it to the forefront like really? Right. It just didn't make sense as a part of a storyline to use something so uh just I don't know say controversial, but it's just so like Messed up because again, this woman accused him of assault, and to to throw this in the storyline as if it's just another story, like no, you just don't do that. You just don't do that. Is distasteful. It has no place in the storyline. Period. You know, even if it was just the affair, like I would still feel uncomfortable. But the the added piece that there was this accusation. And I'm not even sure if it's completely over in terms of investigating this to make sure, like, hey, he actually is innocent of this. He claims his innocence. She says otherwise. And that's it. That's all yeah, we know. That's all we know. Yep. So it's like, why put that in a storyline? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. That that was completely out of bounds as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you know, I, I, I just I just don't understand. It served it. no purpose to the story. Like, it, it, it just could have stayed within the frame of Corbin doesn't think he does belong here. And that's right. It. That's you it. Know? Leave it and, at that. and just keep it that simple. What yeah. the hell do he needs to bring, 
you know, his personal life to the forefront of this story, man. It doesn't make like, ooh, ah, it just makes it really uncomfortable, man. It's it's cringy, man. It's definitely it's cringy. cringy. It's cringy. That's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and even watching this matchup, like, at that point, I was kind of, like, just, just taken out of the matchup. And I'm just thinking, like, what were they thinking throughout watching the match? Like, I'm trying to, you know, say, okay, let me just watch it. But at the end of it, I feel like it, the match felt flat. And I just wasn't engaging in the matchup as much as I may have been before that. I mean, it just, I don't know. And then Matt Riddle ended up going over, fine. I think we both said King Corbin, King Corbin. was going to win. King Corbin, yep. You know? But even, I mean, just throw the predictions out at this point. Like, with them throwing that into the storyline, it just, I don't know. It just made it all kind of lose its its importance to me. That That's just where I was at. Yeah, I think I was just... To, to me, this build was already lackluster, and I think you was definitely you hit hit it right on the nail when it took you out of the match because it, it did with me with that promo, man. Like, you know, I was already out of it, and then the match when it got down to the match, it it definitely took me out of it. Just the pace of it, how slow it was, and and Corbin just being Corbin again. I'm not really seeing that intensity I want to see. Right. Like, I just want him to be this just. You know, just what The Rock said, be a badass, man. Yeah. You know, don't be a lame badass. Be a badass, be a man. Badass. Be this, you know, this heel. Like, man, nobody, like, be that king that nobody, that somebody needs to be feared. Right, right. Like a and Brody just, or something, man. Brought Rock more suits or something, man. Drop the costume. Yeah. Yeah, uh, his character, I don't know. Like, we, when he was wearing the, the, uh, bartender costume he was just like okay i'm tired of this this is lame like do something wear anything else but not this yeah. and now you know with the whole king persona it's kind of like okay again i just feel like i'm just tired of it, it just he needed he needs to bring more of his person his personal uh his person like his personality to the yeah. forefront like because if you follow his instagram this dude he, he he can dress man he got some clean suits some nice hats like if he was to dress more like that he can actually pull that King persona off. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, but here we are with this, with the cosplay routine. Right. Yeah. Just so hey, many I'm about- the king. This is my kingdom. <laughs> like, bro, this is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah, uh, just so many things about this just didn't yeah, work. Yeah. So, yeah, this yeah. was this was definitely the weakest moment of the whole night for sure. You know, yeah, with, with everything sauce. going on. Yeah. So let's just move on from this one. Let's get to this tag team championship matchup. Uh, Things definitely got ratcheted up with this one. So we had the defending tag team champions, Bailey and Sasha, uh, versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, the odd couple, the two that hate each other, Mm -hmm. that have been at each other's throats uh, Mm -hmm. from Raw to Raw Underground. And, you know, I don't like you. (laughs) I don't like you, too. But let's be tag team champions. Cool, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yep. (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) Want to go win some women's tag team champions? Yep. (laughs) Oh, man. So what did you think of this matchup? Oh, man. This was was hardcore, bro. Mm. Uh, The way they booked this was, oh, my God. I got to give a... Hey, Ladies put okay. in work. Okay. Ladies put in work. Sasha, yeah. Bailey. Uh, I, hey, man. Naya. I, some spots I got worried because I know how, you know, she could be unsafe, but everybody came out unscathed. No injuries. Yep. No injuries. 
not even Naya looked good. She's like a powerhouse. The way she was just whipping. Was it Sasha or Bailey she was whipping? She was throwing everybody she around. Would throw, yeah, she would throw a lot of people around. But she was whipping just bodies around. Yeah. And then the badass moment of the night. Oh, Shayna effing Baszler, bro. Submission Don't. magician. <laughs> For real. You're talking about overcoming a 2v1 situation. <laughs> Oh my god, man, bro! You you set this up, man. I let you set this so, up. So so, uh, Sasha. I think she was on the ground. Oh no, was it? Yeah, Sasha was on the ground, and yes. she Shayna Baszler wraps her leg around Sasha. So it was almost like a, a pretzel. Yeah, it was, yeah. Basically, just just wrapped it wrapped up her leg, and then she has uh, Bailey in her uh, her normal submission, which is basically like a rear naked choke. Um, and she's got both of them kind of like writhing in pain, and then she drops down and like just puts on even more pressure on Sasha's leg while containing Bailey in in her submission. And then you know Sasha's trying to fight out of it; she's getting angled, but then she grabs Sasha and grabs Sasha's arm and starts strangling <laughs> Bailey with Sasha Banks's arm. This just doesn't even make sense to even describe. Oh. But like she's pretzeling both of them, and Bailey just is basically submitting yes. to Sasha Banks' arm around her throat, being applied Get by Shayna Baszler. My Sasha's arm, and she taps out. I, th- this was just one of the most incredible finishes that we've seen all year, and one of the most incredible of all time. Like taking out the tag oh team champions God. in a two v one situation, both of them in submissions, and then actually using the limbs of one of them to tap out the other one. It was incredible. It was incredible. I couldn't. Man, it. it was so clean too. It was like it wasn't like they was waiting to. You know, to do their move. No, it like was setting just, it up and yes, taking time. Nah, it, yes, it was, it was smooth. Timing, perfect, very pitch perfect. I enjoyed the match, the celebration. Oh, <laughs> Shout out Naya. to Nia Jax. Oh yeah. Oh my God, Woo-hoo! man. Shout out, Kayla. We just won the tag team championships. <laughs> Hi, mom. I love you. Woo! <laughs> Hit thrust into right. to Corey Graves and then but no, it wasn't Corey Graves at that time. But the the raw uh, commentating team just she was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get it. Pow! Hit the- <laughs> and Shayna's trying to talk, yeah. and she's like, you know what? Let's just celebrate. Celebrate. Like, right. trying to celebrate. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've never seen Nia like that before, man. No, man she had so either. much energy. She it did. felt unscripted. I was like, just, where yeah. the hell did this come from, man? Because <laughs> she was just all over the place. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, where is this all coming from? It yes. was great. It was great. It was. So, yeah, shout out to, to Shane and Nia. They had a hell of a performance. Oh, and, yeah, Bailey and Sasha, man, they had a hell of a performance, yes. too. Like, there yes. was one part where um, Bailey had hit the Bailey to belly on oh, Nia yes. and Sasha, I think had done the frog splash yep. to to Shayna Baszler. I'm like, yes. ooh, oh, that was this clean, is it. Clean. Yeah. Yep. So, but then no, they kicked out, and then there was a moment where they were both on the ground, and they looked at each other, and they like like grabbed each other's hands, like to help each other stand mm-hmm. up. But it was almost like this is the end. Like you could feel it. I like, think Sasha said, "Like I'm sorry." Somebody apologized. It was either I could have swore I gotta I gotta rewatch that match. Okay, because I didn't catch that. that, I could have swore I saw the body language or something. Like I was reading lips and and Sasha was saying I'm sorry when she looked in into Bailey or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was a look. The the moment for me, it just looked like a moment of concern. Like they both just kind of looked at each other and realized, like, oh shit, 
like this this might this be it. it. Yeah. This is it. This is it. Like we're we're done for, you know? Like it was just <laughs> one of those moments like emotionally I was like, "Oh, I can I can tell. This is done." Um, but executed just perfectly by it's everybody involved. So man. amazing matchup. I mean, definitely a contender for match of the night for sure. Like oh, yeah. I, this this was def- probably the one that I enjoyed just from a match standpoint the most. The ending was out of nowhere, man. I it was. like you said you never seen anything like it. Even never. Corey was legit surprised. He was like, Oh my god, I never <laughs> seen anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I was she, like, yeah. She earned the submission magician oh, name, hell the, yeah. that moniker from hell this yeah. alone. So yeah, man. People that don't was, know about Shayna Baszler. People know about her now if they watch Payback. Now. Yep, you didn't know, now you know. So yeah, man. So gosh, we so we had talked about okay, how did we see the aftermath? Because we both picked Nia and Shayna to come out the victor, but we, yeah. we kinda differed on how we saw it finishing yeah. up between uh, Bailey and Sasha, you said it wouldn't. They wouldn't come to the head right then and there. No, I said um, maybe they'll hold off, and then we get the full explosion on Friday. Right, exactly. And I was saying oh, I think it's going to happen there, and I thought Bailey would turn on Sasha, and that did not happen. So yeah, for me, not seeing it happen, um, I wasn't mad at it. I could kind of see it coming when they were on the outside, and Sasha was emotional, and Bailey didn't look mad. She just kind of looked like. Wow, we just we lost. You know what I'm saying? Like that that shock. They were still in that shock Sasha moment. No belts. Sasha no belts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And from two belts banks to Sasha no belts, man. Yes. Like she just looked destroyed. Like wow, uh, I got I got nothing. I have nothing. You know, and and Bailey, she at least has the SmackDown title, so it's kind of like, oh wow, you know, like yeah. sucks for you. I mean, I'm I'm pissed, but at the same time, like yeah, eh. I'm still champion right and and her and she's the one that tapped too so yeah the so question, that adds more fuel to the fire because because this this this, mm-hmm. this booking mm-hmm. is smart very smart because who's been winning who's been winning uh for the ta- who won the tag team belts sasha yeah. who's been defending and winning sasha yeah. now who just lost the belts for them bailey, bailey. yep and Bailey tapping, like, could you say, like, well, she's content because she's still SmackDown Women's Champion, so why not just tap versus, you know, deal with the pain anymore in the submission? I mean, there's so many little mm-hmm. nuggets here in the story that you're just like, wow. And then Sasha looking at Bailey, like, just kind of like, I know what you're doing. You know, I know from all the comments she's been making, and then you see Sasha's look like, yeah, okay, I'm going to get my revenge, you know, but... It's not Nia. It's not Shayna. She's talking about like she's she's talking about Bailey. When we run this back, when this finally happens, and we see all these moments again where they're throwing little jabs at each other, like this the story is just gonna make so much sense. And yeah, man, I just it was crazy. It was a crazy, just great match. Um, storytelling has been on point. Oh yes, yeah, it's yes. great. It's great. Definitely enjoying the storytelling because we know that they're close friends. Not even just behind the, even though they show it on, on the screen, but but behind, behind the, scenes the scenes, yeah, as well. So I, I can't wait till we get when we get to the to the good stuff. You know, <laughs> which question for you then? I mean, Night of Champions is coming up. Bailey has to defend her yeah. title. Do you think? That she defends against Sasha coming up? Or I, I don't do you think, think so. they Not wait? Yet. Not yet. Okay. I think they're still going to wait. Like, okay. maybe uh, Bailey will will win, but but she will have to do it by herself. Sasha's not going to help her or something like that. Right. Yeah. And does, I guess the tag team championships, 
Did they, on Raw, figure out who was going to be the next competitor for the tag team titles? The Riot Squad. Oh, because when they won, they got a title yep. shot. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's, that's right. right. Okay. If you win, you get a title shot. The loser will be disbanded. So Sasha, okay. So Sasha will either be just in Bailey's corner or be, you know, fighting against her. Like you said, she might have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many ways you can go with yeah. this, man. This is interesting. Yeah, and the more I think about it too, because I think uh, the last time we we talked about you know the matchup between Bailey and Sasha and how we see it going, I mentioned at WrestleMania, like just taking this all the way to Mania. I almost think that that Mania matchup it should be uh, Sasha defending her title against Bailey. And not winning it for the first time against Bailey. Yeah, it, it will be better uh, a defense because it will be that story that yep. you know Sasha always lose the the title when she when it comes to defend on pay per views. Yep. She is at that point I don't know what oh for what four <laughs> I think four or five, four or five. Yeah. yeah yeah so I think that because you also added in Bailey could could be talking about the pressure that she already feels from being never able to defend, and now you ratchet that pressure up even more because she has to defend at WrestleMania at the grandest stage of them all. Like, she's going to crumble. Like, she's not going to be able to take all of that pressure, you know, to be able to, to, to win a defense at the grandest stage of them all. Like, there's so many things that you could just add to even heighten that moment. Um, so, yeah, man, for Sasha to to be there defending, trying to break this this streak, this, what you know, this thing that they have, this... It's terrible uh, blemish on a record of never being def- having defended titles. It's a horrible blemish. Yeah, man. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. But that to me, this with the story that they're telling, that that's where this should lead up for for the two of them. So we'll see how they go with that. Um, let's keep it moving, man. And uh, this next matchup, such mixed feelings about this one too. <laughs> My goodness, you got mixed feelings. Oh, oh I gotta hear it. I gotta man. hear it, brother. So I we got. Hear it. Oh, we got the limitless one himself, Keith Lee versus Randy Orton, the legend killer. And yeah, man, I mean, the first part of the mixed feelings is obviously Keith Lee comes out and I'm anticipating like, okay, are they going to do anything with his music? Are they going to change the music? What are they going to do? Oh, and it starts in my glory. Bask in his glory for he is limitless. And it's still the. It's still that. And I'm just like, I thought, I thought they were gonna do something. They would add lyrics, something like that. And yeah, nope, I thought was, too, man. Everybody was anticipating. I was like, here we go, here we go. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even just go back to the original song, like just, just, just. Do it at least for now until you come up with a better song for him. Oh man! And no, they they doubled down. They said, "No, we're sticking with this again." Yeah. And then his gear, I, what? He was wearing like a grass skirt this time. I'm surprised you don't peep that, man. You didn't know what he was inspired by. What was that? That was uh, that was Brawly from the Dragon Ball movie, Dragon oh, Ball Super. I. But th- the problem with that is. Given what you know, the, with the gear last time, with the shorts oh, that were super baggy, yeah, that almost yeah. looked like it was—it was almost like a dress. Like for him to be wearing that, I—I I, I was totally like, "Wait, he's—he's he's actually wearing a grass skirt this time." That's kind of okay. Oh, no, I, didn't, I didn't—I didn't think that at all, man. Yeah, I thought no, that was just maybe that was—I saw what he was going for. I'm like, that looked like a brawly thing, but sort of different. Yeah. And then he did confirm. He was just taking little inspirations here and there. He said he used Brawley and, uh, I think, Star Wars from one of the Dark Cities. 
like one of the Dark Sidious hoods, like that too. Yeah, I I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I, I but it's cool. I mean, you know, being a Dragon Ball fan and him. I tried to help you out, bomb, Keith. I tried to help you out. Hey, man, like, yeah, nice, nice try. But already with that music just sounding. Yeah. Awful again. It just distracts from yeah, anything else is. you're doing. It is because like, it's not him, right? We, it's not. He's from Texas. That that beat he used to have had that bass. You can bop. You can actually work out to it. This is, you know, you, like I said, man. You think Shorty Gate Shorty G is getting ready to come out? <laughs> it's just a so generic. It is number uh, fourteen. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, WWE 2K song, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That default track right. number 14. Exactly. Default track 14, man, for my theme music. All right, we got you, Keith. Oh, man. And then I think the his ma- gear was, was better, though, you know, when he took the the grass skirts. Yeah, no. He, when he took that off and he had the this basically his traditional tights, I was like, okay, yeah. he's he's got his. He's still wearing the the, the shirt, the muscle shirt up top, which yeah. all right, whatever. I mean, it's it is what it is. But I prefer the NXT look for Keith Lee versus this still. Um, but you know, he came out. We got that done. Match goes. It goes six minutes and forty seconds. Yes, it's the shortest match of the night for the. Keith Lee and Randy Orton, first time ever. Yes. And Keith Lee beats him. Now, I was, I understand. He's dead center in the middle of that freaking ring. Clean, clean, super clean. clean. I don't, I don't, I'm at a loss here because I'm a Keith Lee fan. Yeah. I want to see him succeed. Yeah. I get that you want to put him over. You don't want him to lose his first match. You had Bradshaw come out and say, you know, hey, you know, you want to invest in some some hedge funds or whatever. Like, <laughs> he's just trying to give him financial advice because right. basically his career might be over after this. So, yeah, let's get you some. Let's figure out what to do with your money because you may need some after this because you're probably going to be done. But, um, yeah, I just I'm still torn because from Randy Orton's perspective now, him getting beat. In six minutes and forty seconds, after just fighting for the title, and he's he's supposed to be the guy who's going after the title next. Yeah. Still in the rematch, like you just had him like losing like that, like just out of nowhere. Well, it's a, in the story, it made sense to me, man, because you, I thought logically it made sense because you saw in the power game. Randy Orton couldn't overcome it. He tried to. He was trying to find a way. He couldn't. He tried to win for RKO. He got caught caught in the spirit bomb. <laughs> yeah, I just I it, don't it know, made man. to me it made sense, man. It made sense. Yeah, it, it should have maybe should have went a bit longer, but it, but hey, he got a super clean win in the middle of that ring, and Randy put him over, bro. And that that part is great. That part is great that he put him over. Cool. But I just feel like it takes a little bit away from the matchup that he's supposed to have with Drew. Because then on Raw, you know, they had the whole, okay, we're going to have a somewhat of a tournament. And we have the triple threat match, you know. And Randy Orton ends up winning that. And so he is going to be going to Clash of Champions to go against Drew. So we are getting that matchup in a roundabout way. We we got there. We're back there. But I just, I don't know, man. Like, just this here at Payback, I felt like it doesn't. Help me with the whole like okay Randy you know Randy and Drew story like I almost have to like take this out of it in order to 
have that momentum back for my excitement because when they when they fought the first time, oh my god! Like I was so excited oh, for that matchup. Yeah. I'm like, hell this yeah. is this is great. The the promos have been great. You know, he, he punted Ric Flair, punted Shawn Michaels, punted Christian, punted Edge. Like all these people, Big Show. He took out. And now is Drew the champion? You know, about to kick his head off to get the revenge, or he's going to lose, and then this going to kick off a long storyline between the two of them. But then we had this little like speed bump, basically where. Yes, it was cool how he took out Drew, but then he goes against Keith Lee, and then he loses in 6 minutes and 40 seconds, and it's like, okay. And then, yeah, he's back in the championship hunt, which great, but I don't know. I just, this, it feels like weird placement. Like, Keith Lee, there's other ways that we can put him over without kind of hindering the matchup that's supposed to be for the WWE but I don't, I, I don't even see how it hurts Orton when he has damn near 20 years in the game going for his 14th title run, I think he can afford a loss, even though it's, it's that brief, to not hurt his his, his momentum that he had, has going towards Drew. And anything, I think he got his... And if he lost some with Keith, with Keith Lee in this loss, I believe he gained it back the following night, you know, especially what he had to do to get back in the championship uh, scene, just showing how smart he is as a heel, too. Just not, you know, how ruthless he can be. How smart, too, man. So I believe he can outsmart. Maybe he's showing how he can he can be he can outsmart Drew too in uh, in the championship match for a Clash of Champions. Yeah, I, yeah. I just for this matchup, my initial reaction is kind of what I'm what I'm focusing on. And for me, like with <laughs> with Drew or with uh, Randy and, and Keith, it was just kind of like, uh, huh. It's that's yeah. it. It's over. Really? <laughs> you know, like okay. Really? All right. I was I was I was like shot. I was like, damn. Really in the middle of that ring? All right. I see you, Keith Lee. Props, man. Props to to Randy Orton. Put him over. And to me, I look at his his career is is very lengthy, and he can afford a loss like that against a very strong Keith Lee. The way he's been booked, and you know, and man, dude, and. Orton was selling the hell out of his ass for him, too. The way he was doing that shoulder tackle when he got blown up. The way he was selling, just showing his power. So, I think within the story, the way it was formatted, to me, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I have <laughs> so much love and respect for both of these guys, but I feel like they could have had better booking for this matchup, had mm-hmm. a longer matchup, um, or, you know, have Keith go against someone else first and not even touch Randy's momentum leading up to this matchup with Drew because I want I just want that to be at its height and you know with with this I felt like you kind of mess with it a little bit yeah you did the work to get it back with with Raw but it still sticks in my mind that this dude just just you know at payback just got taken out like that like I I don't know I I hear what you're saying about his career like you know all these years in the game he can afford a loss I understand that but Right now, with us trying to say that, okay, this is going to be the guy to take on Drew McIntyre for the title at Clash of Champions, I just, I don't know. I want them to have a, a matchup where you have two guys, you got the immovable or the unstoppable force versus the immovable object, and just have them on this collision course to where both guys are just winning, 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 just finding a way to be dominant, and then you have them go against each other. And they had that at, the, at SummerSlam and kind of gave us that, BS, you know, roll-up finish where we're like, oh, man, come on, man. I want to see the Claymore or I want to see the RKO or something. <laughs> and then we're getting back to that matchup and it's like, wait, he just lost? Like, 
I don't know. It's just it's it's just a little bit like jagged the way we're getting there. Like let's 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 get the train moving full speed ahead and have these two guys. And we got time to build this one up. So they'll do their work. They'll cut their promos again. We'll get back there for sure. But just initially with the way they did this, I felt like this choice felt a little bit off on the road to that matchup. It's just mm. it's just this particular um, moment that kind of rubbed me a little bit weird. I hear what you're saying. I respect it. But for me, it's just like. I just want, I don't know, I just wanted something more for leading in. Because I'm just thinking about Drew. I'm not even thinking about Keith, really. It just feels like yeah, but almost like they, another non-canon situation. Because it's like, well, well, I, I know, know Randy is fighting. The way they're just tying you know, Keith Lee with, with Drew right now. And I know the behind-the-scenes stories, they want to book Keith Lee, Lee to the moon right now. So that's why he got a super clean win like that over a veteran uh Randy Orton, so I could see the reasons why they they booked this match like that. My, my question to you would be, like, I know you you got your reservations about this match. Then, if you didn't want Keith against against Orton, who who you could have faced then? I mean, you could put him against Dolph. You could put him against almost anybody, really. Well, to get know. a good rub, like who, Dolph, that's nothing, man. He doesn't get yeah. a. Get, get, that's but like you, still, but, that's but like basically, if, what you did is you tried to sell him as this powerful guy, and that's cool. But like. He could do that. It, it's it almost felt like just a regular like okay, we've got this new superstar. Let's put him in this not squash, but let's just showcase his power and cool. Like it just it didn't feel special. It just felt like we just had we just showcased Keith Lee, and it had nothing to do with Randy really. It was just like all right, this is Keith's moment, and Randy happens to be the guy that they chose to throw him in there with. If you're gonna do that, then pick somebody else. Pick Dolph. Pick anybody else that that right now it's like. We're, they're not on the road to fighting for a WWE championship. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That to me is what it is. I, I want Keith Lee to get that build, but to put to get have him beat the next contender for the championship. I don't care. I, to me, there's almost a point too where I almost don't even care that Randy found a way to win that matchup. In my head, I'm like, but Keith beat you, so now it's almost <laughs> like should we be seeing Keith Lee versus Drew now because you lost. Like, you lost straight up. Like, you even well, being they, in this whole tournament, it's like... Well, eh. well, well you saw the following night, they right. you know they included Keith Lee because he beat Randy Orton, so they included him in in that in that series of matches, you know, for him to compete in that triple threat match right. for the number one contenders match. Right. So I think they, they right. end up correcting that. Yeah, it, it, just, it just felt like we were going a roundabout way to get back to the matchup that we originally were going to have and... You know, it's just it just seemed like it, there was some unnecessary things that happened to get us there. And there's a way to build Keith where it didn't have to impact Randy's momentum. That's that's where I what I feel mm. like. I want Randy's momentum at an all time high. And you kind of run the risk of some people looking at it like, oh, but he's he's showing vulnerability because he's lost on this road. Even though he found a way, but he he lost. And he lost in 6 minutes and 40 seconds. So now I know, yeah, Drew can claim more him in maybe shorter time than that. You know, and like, I don't know. It's just, again, initially that's what I feel. But we have time as, we, as we're on this road. Yeah, we got to Clash of Champions September 27th. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. we got a couple weeks. We got I think, a couple weeks. I think so, maybe yeah. Randy Orton will rectify that loss against Keith Lee. He will, we'll come back to that. Yeah, he and and he's definitely <laughs> capable of doing that. It just felt like why did we even make this 
choice, you know? I think a lot of things I'm questioning about the choices that they're making between Keith Lee's music and attire and yeah, this build-up. It's, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's just a messy situation, I think, you know? So, yeah. And this this is like a dream matchup type of moment, and it didn't feel like that. It felt like, okay, it was just over in six minutes and 40 seconds. Like, wait, what? So, there's a lot of stuff that I have an issue with with this, but it is what it is. Alright, so let's move on to the tag team matchup. Man, we had... A bunch of these wrong. So, dude, <laughs> I was like, man, like if people listen to our show, like, man, they got like almost their picks. Yeah, a bunch <laughs> of them, man, just, yeah. just a little bit off. But you know, yeah. it happens like that. Yeah, sometimes. I switched on the Bobby Lash. I went with Apollo. Yep. I said Big E. I won on that one. I said King Corbin for Matt Riddle, but Matt Riddle won. Yep. We we got our picks right against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. We Keith said, Lee, we were we both said Keith Lee on that one. Both said Keith, yeah, yeah. Uh, t- t- and what we say? And I said, yeah, in this one, yep, this one, up. it was it was Seth Rollins Murphy winning. Yep, yeah. we picked that. It one. was. Yep, I, I just I couldn't pick Ray and and Dominic again after what had just happened with the you know reach Ray reach. <laughs> it, was, it was over. I'm like, dude, he's never yeah. he's never losing this guy again. But you saw how they how they won though. I oh, yeah. I should have saw it that way. I was like, why the hell I didn't see it that way? <laughs> so clear, clear yeah. as day. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. what Disciples Black there for. I'm not Disciple Black. I keep on saying that. I want that. I want. <laughs> I, give me it. that. You really want that. On a subconscious that, level, I want that. <laughs> but oh, Disciple man. Murphy, though, that's what he was there for. Yeah. Yeah. So so talk about it, man. Just just kind of let us know what happened and, and what just your general thoughts of this matchup. Oh, man. It, it, once again, it was a fun match. It was a tag team. Uh, Shouts out to, to Disciple Murphy. And uh, Seth Rollins, you know, coming out looking super clean, matching. I, I did like that. Looking like a true tag team. They are former tag team champions, uh, which I enjoy. Uh, and then you had Dominic and his dad, Rey Mysterio. And they had some great cohesion. I enjoyed it. It was one spot really early in the match when it got going. Like, Seth was really pounding on Ray, And he kind of just, uh, he told, no, he didn't tell uh, Murphy. Murphy was already out of the ring, but he was standing on his back with his knees up. And then Seth took Ray, slid him outside the ring. As soon as he slid out, Ray uh, basically crashed onto Murphy's knees, man. I was like, oh, that was just a sick spot. So I, I enjoyed, like, the, the visual violence of it, man. But in the end, I should have saw this. I should have saw the way they, they ended, the way they was going to finish, and I would have chose right. But it is what it is. But in the end, Murphy took the, took the L, he took the pin. Seth looked pissed, wasn't pleased. Just like he was burning the soul into that man's eyes. Uh, Dominic and Ray Mysterio got their comeuppance. But uh, yeah, I'm worried about Murph, though. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it was it was cool. It was a, it was a fun matchup. Yeah. Like you said, Murphy taking the L made sense. Um, that look that Seth gave Murphy at the end, at, you know, on his way out, and they're just walking away. It was like, oh, are they they about to? And the, the 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 this faction, you know, and I mean, it hasn't really been much of a faction well, recently. No, just maybe he's about to add another member. The, which Alistair Black again keep yes. mentioning his name. It does make sense. <laughs> it does make sense. Although he did look like he was almost a, a disciple of Randy Orton when he was attacking Kevin Owens. Right, man. You yeah. know, like that. But, but you know, Randy Orton spitting that that nice game. Right. Had to go in. Something got to go in. Alistair Black's co- closet. Let him know right. what's going on. Like, hey, help me out here. You know, he got in your way anyway. He's talking about your eye when you didn't want to really talk about it. So here we are. Help them out. Right. I appreciate that. Right. 
So yeah, man. I mean, it's you know, it, it was it was a good match. It was a good match. It was yeah. a fun matchup. Um, and then the next night, you know, you had the follow up. Rey Mysterio unfortunately was injured, so he couldn't compete. But Dominic took the spot uh, mm-hmm. against Seth Rollins for who was going to qualify for that triple threat. Then you know. And which also, that's when that happened, I was thinking about our discussion um, around, you know, people having issues with, with Dominic's push and everything. And I'm like, wow, well, if they were upset before, oh, yeah. they're going to be really upset now. Here is now. He has a chance to qualify <laughs> for the WWE Championship yes. matchup. I was like, yes. oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So that, that the haters crazy. hate. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. So where where do you see see this going from here, man? Because this is just you be already predicting, you know, maybe issues with with Murphy and Seth. But but um, just overall, like, what are your thoughts on on this feud and just where we go? I don't think they're done with this feud yet because for some reason they're showing the entire Mysterio family now. Right. And then even the daughter was even was the daughter. Too. I'm like, yeah. okay, why are they showing the entire Mysterio family? And then all of a sudden you see Seth getting on Murphy because uh, a month, uh, what happened on Payback? He told him he was just just basically displeased with his performance. Told him to get the hell out of his ring, <laughs> just scathing him, and you know, and told him to think about what he, what he what type of guy he wants to be. I'm like, huh. Send him on that type of mission, huh? So I'm like, is he going to do something to the Mysterio family to get back in Seth Rollins' good graces? Because mm. I know this story is not over, man. Yeah. And right. they've they been getting, they've been pushing some some boundaries <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes to emotions uh, with right. the Mysterio family, man. So it's like, will Murphy show up like at the Mysterio residence? Oh, boy. I, I don't know, man. But that's what it it seems like we're heading to. Man. I, I could be wrong, but th- that's what I got. That's the vibe I was sensing. That's the energy I was reading. Yeah, I could I could see Murphy is going to try to make up for this. He's definitely going to try. Will he be successful? I'm not sure, but <laughs> I definitely know. I agree with you. He's going to do something. He knows he messed up. Seth Rollins is pissed. He's got to do something. He truly believes in the Messiah. So yeah, that's I don't know what is what is gonna take or what where what action he's gonna want to take, but I definitely feel I feel I, I agree with what you're saying that you know something like that might be the line he's willing to cross. You know, just going to their home and you know I I I don't want to see him attack Angie. I don't want to see that at all. But nah, man, you know he might like, like have her sit down. Like I want you to watch some shit, man. While he destroyed Dominic in front of her, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, man, but yeah, what is Buddy Murphy willing to do? <laughs> oh, That's the question. Oh yeah, boy, because this oh, the self with the mission he gave this dude. I was like, oh shit, right. right. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's you know that's the disciple. He's yep. willing to do anything. He's willing to please you know his his master, his Messiah. Yep. Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. All right, man. So we are at the main event. Final match. The triple threat. The match that we were most anticipating. All right. So now I say triple threat, but it actually didn't start out that way. (laughs) Because Roman Reigns (laughs) had not signed the contract yet. If there was any doubts if he was a heel (laughs) or not, clearly. Yeah. Anyone Clearly he put, he stepped in that pool now. 
Yeah, yeah. Like if you were if you were a Roman Reigns true believer, and you're like, no, Roman Reigns is still a face. He would never. Yeah, he just he just came out and just wrecked them, man. Just because he's lost, he never lost his title. Okay. Right, exactly. Okay, I give you that now. I give okay, you the sure. of that doubt. All right. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here, and then payback happened. <laughs> Uh, little Jimmy's heart is broken because <laughs> Roman Reigns yes. submitted it. So the start again, it was supposed to be a triple threat match. Roman Reigns had not signed the contract. Paul Heyman though guaranteed Roman Reigns would be there, so we knew it, it was going to happen. But the Fiend comes out, and then Braun actually attacked him t- towards the tail end of his entrance. So it became a one-on-one matchup because Roman Reigns, he was nowhere to be found. Oh. It was Roman Reigns. And even commentary wasn't even mentioning that Roman Reigns wasn't there. They were just calling the match that they saw in front of him. And I'm like, man, this dude, he's just going to wait, bide his time, and then come in, swoop in, and get the victory. Well, so, I, I started laughing. I'm like, well, he's a Paul Heyman guy now. This is the Brock Lesnar <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm going to show up when I want. Right. <laughs> So and and kudos to Braun and, and Bray because they had a crazy matchup, Man, you know, as bro. as we were waiting for Roman it was to like arrive. King Kong and Godzilla just yeah. fighting all over the place, tearing everywhere, everything. just destroying yeah. everything. Uh, the Fiend pulled out that hammer, that crazy or mallet, mallet. or whatever, the yeah. huge one, and just you know was using that. And then you know the 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 big spot was the superplex that happened that just exploded the ring. So we hadn't seen that in a while. I mean, that was shades of like Brock Lesnar and Big Show. Um, I think Braun and Big Show had a similar thing too. Where was that the last one? It might have been. I know Mark Henry had one. Yeah, yeah. but But um, I think that was the most recent when it involved Braun. Braun and Big Show. Exactly. Exactly. So it happened here. They destroyed the ring. They're both laying down, and then. The big dog has arrived. Yes. Roman Reigns showed up. Uh, he's with Paul the, Heyman. With Paul Heyman. He's at the entranceway. Paul Heyman has the contract. He gives big dog the, the Roman Reigns the contract and the pen. Signs the contract right Tosses there. Tosses the pen away. Tosses the pen. <laughs> Just goes down in the ring. Got a chair with him, too. Got a chair. Got a chair. Went down there. Did he try to get the pin before he hit him with the chair? I felt like he just tried to. Yeah, because he was like, oh, I don't need the chair. They still down. So you put the chair down. Right. Went for the pin. Who kicked out? I think Braun kicked out first. And then Braun he went for the Fiend. He went for Braun first, yeah. Yep. Then he went for the Fiend, and the Fiend kicked out. Yep, yep. So, you know, that wasn't working. So then he grabbed the chair again. He just starts hitting him with the chair. Um, I, I forget which one he hit with the chair, but he hit him with the chair, hit him with the chair. Then he tried to get the pin. It still didn't work. And then the fiend gets up and he hits him with the mandible claw. And it was like, oh, okay. So now we're starting to get a little bit of competition. You know, they're fighting back. Yep. Um, but Roman <laughs> kicks him straight in the nuts. Just in the, nuts. the most yes. clear heel move to Ultra date. <laughs> combo. Right oh, there, bro. That's man. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra to the nuts. <laughs> Showing that killer instinct, man. Yes. For sure. Yeah. No, man. He just kicked him in the nuts and fiend. I mean, yeah, he's human after all. Like, that hurt like, mm-hmm. like hell. He fell out the ring. Hey, man. Nuts is nuts. That's what <laughs> it is. And, um, yeah, then uh, Braun, uh, Braun gets up to his feet and Roman hits him with a spear. Just a monster spear. One, two, three. 
Roman Reigns wrecked everyone, becomes the new Universal Champion, standing tall, yes. and then left. Just like yeah. his shirt says, he wrecked everyone and he left. So, yeah, man, this, if this doesn't do it, I don't know what will in terms of showing, like, hey, this man is clearly a <laughs> Just, there is no question. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Come on, man, yeah. When he first came, he, he waited. Uh, there was like, they, I think The Fiend and Braun was involved in Fisticuffs for 10 minutes. Yeah. And, this, then, and, then, the, and then he finally comes out. Yeah. He yeah. was just there for two minutes in the match, man. Comes out and, and beat beat Braun, pin Braun. Yeah. Just just totally opportunistic. Just like, hey, you know, I'm not I'm not tangling with these two guys in a full matchup and you know, giving them a fair fight. Hell no. I'm gonna bide my time, let them destroy each other, come down with a chair just in case. Okay, no, they they're both down, cool. Let me try to get the pin. Nope, that didn't work. Okay. I'm gonna smash him with a chair. And yeah, low blow to fiend. Just ever just just heel move after heel move after heel move. This, yeah, if they if they chicken out and decide, you know what, we're going to try to explain this away. Like, I'm out. I'm just not. I can't watch anymore. <laughs> like, I'm done. Like, Vince, Vince, you cannot back off of this. You can't. You can't oh, walk man. this back. He's a heel. Own it. Let's go. Like, I'm I'm with this. So. So, so here's the thing. I like the ending, but... It's still, I still, I felt slight underwhelmed. No, I I, good, great. I'm glad you're bringing this up because I I do feel the same way. But keep going. We'll we'll talk about this. Yeah, because I was like, damn, where the hell is retribution? You know what I'm saying? You know they they show up like Monday Night Raw to show up for SmackDown, and they don't show up for for payback. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking like the reason why they didn't show up for SummerSlam because I have my assumptions about Roman Reigns being the leader of Retribution because I said maybe. The leader already showed up. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, it didn't happen again. I felt it, it would have been a great statement for them to come out with the fiend, destroys the fiend, stumping him, time up against the ropes. You hear Roman Reigns music comes out. Donut, donut, sets up the emotion like, oh shit. <laughs> now the big dog is here with the title. You know, got to carry it over his back, walking out. And tell him, see, I told you, just a freak in the mask, you know, with the title in his face. And then takes the takes uh takes the fiend's mask off. And then if he, like I said, if he got some water, just take all that paint off he got, all that eye makeup, whatever he got, you know what I'm saying? And embrace, reacting to it, maybe screaming like ah and all that shit, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's reacting because he doesn't have his mask anymore. It would just be a crazy emotional look. And then retribution revealed themselves. There we go. Yeah, I like it. I like it, man. That would be but I don't know if we're going to get that, man. That's some intense fan booking, man. For it is. Sure. It is, man. man it hey, is. If, if they were to go with that, I I would be into it, you know, because yeah. that would be a vicious, like, brutal way to really, like, just uh, just get rid of all any doubt or shed any of the face roaming away. Like, no, nah, he's going all into this. He's all like, in just, with this. Just embarrassing <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Just humiliating him. Taking his mask off. Just wiping off the face. Like, I like that. I like that a lot. So, yeah, man. Will we get that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. know, I don't know if they get I know there is I know the, there is a behind the story that they do want to turn the Fiend face. So, like I said, that theory is a possibility, but I don't know, man. You know, because WWE don't like to listen to their fans. 
Right, right. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, to the point of, um, you know, him being a face, like the whole uh, Alexa Bliss, you know, seeming to be infatuated with The Fiend now and doing her hair kind of like him. And, yeah. And you know, maybe being the Harley to his Joker in a Joker, way. yeah. Um, you know, but then in a sympathetic monster kind of way, almost like a Beauty and the Beast kind of thing. There's so many ways that they can play the whole yeah. Fiend's change from Fiend. pure heel to face. Anti-hero. Anti-hero. There we go. That's probably the better way to look at it. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But to to go back to what you were saying about it being a little bit underwhelming, that my initial feeling during this, at first when Roman wasn't there, even though I knew he was going to show up, I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm, I respect the work that Braun and Bray are putting in, and they're going all out, and it's great. But the whole time I'm thinking, where is Roman? Like, that's that's really what was I'm anticipating. And then he showed up. I was like, cool. And then he did what he did. I'm like, cool. But then I'm thinking what you're thinking. Like, okay, Retribution's going to come out at some point. Like, they're going to come out. <laughs> and come out here. They're going to be destroying uh, Braun and, and Brace more. And then, you know, maybe Roman goes down there. And he goes to the ring. And he's in the middle of all of them. And they're all looking at Roman. Like, and you're yeah. thinking, oh, they're going to jump Roman. And then instead of jumping him, they, like, show him respect some way. And it's like, oh, shit. We were right. Like, He's he's the ringleader of this whole thing, and then he just joins in on the beatdown, and then you could even merge it with what you're saying, and just right then and there, just have yeah. Roman just telling both of them, you know, like like they, neither one of them is shit, and that he's in charge, he's the big dog, this is his world, it's his yard, all that stuff. But yeah, I was expecting them to do more with it then, like when they showed the logo at the end, you know, him and Paul Heyman at the ramp. I was like, oh man, I wanted to see something with retribution just to. You know, keep that going. You know, just that that theory that we all have that seems like <laughs> it just makes sense to do. Like I really yeah. wanted that, and you know, for them not to go that route is like, ah, okay, we'll see. Hopefully, we're right because it it put a little bit of doubt in my mind that they're even going to go that route with them not even showing up at all. Which that would suck. Like if at this point, so many of us now are on this train of like this train of thought. Like, okay, it's going to be Roman, but. What if it's not, you know, with, with him, with them not even showing up? But anymore. they're showing some doubts, though, man, because even when Retribution showed up on Monday, yeah, it, I was actually annoyed by the shit. I'm like, all right, this routine is starting to get old. Yeah, they like to- you guys got to we got we got to start seeing some payoff. We got to yes. start seeing some reveals now. Yes, like starting this Friday, starting yes. tomorrow. Yes, yes, they need to start revealing, or it's just like. I'm just, it'll, right, (laughs) even even if it it is true, it may be hard to build them back up again if they wait too long, you know, like, with Roman being their leader, like, that could work, but if this goes another couple weeks, is anyone even going to care, you know, when it's finally revealed? It's like, oh, we we saw that coming, but now they just look even weaker, you know, the the whole baby's reference, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, they just look like little kids running around. But you need to put them with Roman like ASAP, right? Freaking now! Like, let's just go and reveal them. Let's see Dominic. Let's see Mia yeah. Yim. Let's see all these people. Let's just start to build right. them up as being formidable. Because yeah, running around in these little you know black hoodies and everything, <laughs> no, like scaring people. Come doing on. all all you do is hearing this. Like you hear Tom Phillips and you just. <laughs> they get the hell out of there. Even oh, Joe was going. I'm like, oh, are y'all guys serious? Like, really? Every time retribution show up, <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. 
making it. Chords <laughs> <laughs> and stuff rolling. For real, man. Right <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> Like, oh my god, the retribution, we gotta go! Gotta go! Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. They they need to do something. ASAP. ASAP with that. Yeah. So Yeah, but I mean here we are. Roman Reigns, Universal Champion, you know, yeah. just just got the belt, did his thing. Yeah, uh, he ain't fiend. dropping that anytime soon. No, I tell you that. He is keeping you better, that. You better get used to it. WrestleMania, <laughs> he will be champion. Oh, I, oh, oh, I can guarantee it. Write it down. down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a, is, that's it a is guarantee. Noted. Yes. It, it is noted. Right. So, you know, just, just, just get, get. Get comfortable seeing Roman Reigns with that championship. <laughs> um, but yeah, the competitors. Get, real comfortable. get a love seat. You're right. <laughs> the people he's going to go against, you know, let's see. Let's see who the challengers are. Obviously, you know, Fiend or Braun, one of the two of them or both of them are going to have something to say about what just happened. So they'll probably. But then it's weird because they're like Braun is a heel. So I don't know even know if I want to see Braun even try to go against Roman. Cause no, he's done, man. He got he got pinned. Right. He's, he's, he's done. He, so he's going to move on to have some other back story. to yeah, back to squashing people. I don't know. He, I know he's going to stay in in the main picture, uh, picture. Because by the way, he, they have a great untold story on his documentary. Oh, okay. uh, he even had you know he was going through a dark time. I, I guess last year, like you, did, you wasn't too sure about his booking. Not even last. Oh, or up to this year, up to like WrestleMania, when he yeah. don't know where he was going. He yep. said he was contemplating uh, suicide. So, and it wasn't until he talked to Vince, he had like a heart to heart and, you know, he felt like, you know, it wasn't like his boss talking to him like a father. Uh, So that's the other side of Vince that people, you know, uh, that Vince rarely shows, but when he shows it, it, it's real though, you know, that it it got him, got him back on that arrow. And now he, he's, you know, now he, he has his confidence back now. So I'm glad to hear that about Braun. That's good news. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, man. I mean, um, payback. Payback is in the books. Yeah. Um, you know, I got a real quick question now. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about the WWE, not WWE title, Universal title. What about Otis? <laughs> what, what Otis going to do? Yeah, we because we both predicted that Otis was going to cash in when uh, that was Fiend before. That was be- yeah, that was before yeah. uh, Roman Reigns, though. Yeah, he's not beating Roman. No, he's not. No, there's no way. That would would catch Roman lacking. Yeah, no, 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 no. With Paul Heyman with them, and potentially if they do this whole retro, even without retribution, let's just throw that out for a second. Yeah, just this Roman Reigns, this version of Roman Reigns. There is no way in hell that Roman Reigns is going to get caught slipping against Otis. No, that's the only way that you want to see Otis. As champion, if they make a, a very smart booking, the way they'll book the story, that you know, it all depends up. It all depends on how badass of a heel Roman can be mm-hmm. to make Otis look like that face that you want to see him as champion. That you want him to beat Roman Reigns for that title. But I, I don't. I don't know, man. Even if they did that, he's not going to beat. Oh no, 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 yet. no! It, it won't be for a while, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Otis, the way we're going right now, because Roman Reigns is back, I'm sorry, but I think we go back to the story of him and Tucker challenging for the tag team titles with that Money in the Bank briefcase. It makes sense now. You know? It really makes sense. Right. 
because that, that this, main title picture is kind of full. Yeah, it's 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 he full better monsters avoid, and fiends. Right, <laughs> avoid at all costs, man. Right, Otis, don't do it. Right, don't man, do you it. got big dogs and fiends and monsters. You don't want none of that smoke, bro. Just, none of that. Right, man. Just yeah. get the tag teams. Yeah. Get, got Mandy. Hey, man. Yeah, right. That's a win. It's That's a win. a win. You're winning right now, and I'm willing to accept you to use that money to bank because <laughs> there is no way that anytime soon, uh-uh. even even until next money you make, I can see you cashing successfully on oh, oh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> right? Nope. Nope. Nah. Not happening. Not, Not happening. happening. No. So you, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> as a Stone Cold, the great right. Stone Cold would say. <laughs> No, nah, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. So, yeah, Otis, just go ahead and cash in for the tag titles. You know, mm-hmm. go against Cesaro and Shinsuke. That would make a lot of sense because they're having issues, you know, right now, too. So, it just it, it just works. It just works that way for Otis. Um, t- title shot. Eh. Or he cashes in, Roman beats him, and then, you know, they're at a low. But then he turns around and teams up with Tucker to beat Shinsuke and Cesaro after he loses his, his money in the bank opportunity. But I like that. I like it, that. You know what I'm saying? Like that just as work. a bounce back. Yeah. That, yeah, 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 yeah. They might throw like, you know, the way the way they'll set up the match. Like he'll he'll try to cash in, but yeah, like you said, he'll squander it. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna. He's not. They might show that he might have a chance, but nah, not really. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. <laughs> Give me a glimmer of hope, but no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. That's that's payback in the books. Um, what are your general thoughts overall on this pay-per-view? And what's your letter grade? Ah, uh, letter grade for payback. I give it, because since I saw the pre-show too, and the way they kicked it off, I enjoyed it. I actually liked the Bobby Lashley ma- match with Apollo Crews. Uh, I thought uh, Bobby Lashley looked super strong and I uh, love the finish. Big E and Sheamus coming out party for Big E. He's he's here, man. He's in yeah. singles competition. yeah. My man, my man is here. Let's get ready. Uh, Matt Riddle, King Corbin, weak sauce of the yeah pay per view right there. That yeah. match, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get the weak sauce. Yeah. Shane Blair, Nia Jax, oh yeah, oh yeah. They they want all the smoke. They can get it. They can get it and handle it too. Cause that was a damn good match I had with Bailey and Sasha. Damn good match. And shouts out to Bailey and Sasha too for e- even the way they were selling for these two as well, man. So I enjoyed it. Uh, I know you said the Keith Lee and Randy Orton match didn't work for you. It worked for me because, I, like I said, man, I have a straightforward personality logic. So, logically, it makes sense. So, I was able to follow it along, and it, and I enjoyed it. Uh, even though we got wrong on this pick on the Dominic Mysterio, Ray Mysterio, <laughs> Seth Rollins and Murphy, uh, I believe Seth Rollins is still going to get his sacrifice. It's going to go down. We are not done with this. With this rivalry, it has been a great, epic rivalry for uh, for for Seth, Seth Rollins, man. It's definitely been a coming out party for him for his solidifying his heel role uh, for for the Messiah. Yeah, Roman Reigns and Fiend, I enjoyed it with Braun. Uh, had a great finish with a sort of an underwhelming uh, closing segment because I thought maybe we'll get like you know we talked about it before Retribution showing up, maybe some reveals. But we you know, like I said, I got my theories, so I'm going to hold on to that till tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then have my fingers crossed and toes and elbows <laughs> and whatnot, whatever I can cross, I'm gonna cross them, and then, <laughs> then 
hopefully the wrestling gods will hear my prayers. <laughs> so, so what's the letter grade? Oh, yeah, letter grade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, worried. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, letter grade. Letter grade. Well, they, I get a B plus. B plus? Okay. Yeah. All right. Man, that's that's. I didn't think you were going to go that high. I really didn't. But, you know, it was good. It was good overall. I mean, for me, you know, you, you broke those all down. Like, I, I agree with your, with your takes on, on all the matches. Except we differ, we differ a little bit with Keith Lee and Randy Orton. You know, I was a little bit more disappointed than you on that one. Um, you know, Bobby and Apollo, I felt like for Bobby, it's great. For Apollo, I, I don't know. I don't know what to feel about that. Biggie, yeah. awesome. Matt mm-hmm. Riddle, King Corbin, no, nah, that's an F. Throw that out. Um, you know, Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, great matchup. But, uh, yeah. It's, it, it was fun. Uh, Seth and Murphy, you know, they, they more to come to be continuing on what's going on with their dynamic. And, yeah, the main event, um, even though I wanted, I, I was, it, there, was a, there was a little bit of the, like, where's Roman? But I know he's showing up. So I was a little bit thrown for a loop a little bit there, but um, had respected the work that Braun and Bray did before Roman came in. And as a true heel, kind of swooping in and getting the victory that way. Uh, wanted to see retribution, but I don't know. That's us kind of just like that's what we want to see. And that's yeah, it's cool. us fan booking. You know, like I can't really take that away from them and say you know they, they should have like eh, you know it, it's a great idea and hopefully they go with it. But um, you know, and it all makes sense. But we'll see. But overall, I don't know. I it, B minus is what came to my head while you were talking. To be honest with you, like I feel like it's definitely worthy of uh, something in the B range. Um, but for me, the way that I felt about that Keith Lee Randy Orton matchup, mm. and you know Apollo, I'm just not sure. Mm. Again, and then Matt Riddle and King Corbin <laughs> yeah. really hurt this thing, man. It, it really oh, hurt. Three this of for them for you, had huh? three yeah. of them. Yeah, I just I just couldn't. But you know, overall, I was anticipating this pay per view. I was excited for it. Uh, surprisingly, just due to Roman Reigns, um, and overall, it, a lot of the matches. You know, there were some great moments. Match of the night for me definitely is the women tag team championship matchup. That's match of the night. They all killed it. Uh, but special shout out and MVP spot to Shayna Baszler for that crazy finish at oh the end. God, she yes. just, I'm so, so, so happy that she had that moment to show why she's the submission magician. And she's a champion. And with everything that was going on, like, around WrestleMania, where we thought, okay, she was going to beat Becky, and then she didn't. And then it kind of, she wasn't on television for a while. Oh, wow, yeah. It's like, oh, man, like, yeah. what's going on with, with, with Shayna? And now for her to be back and to have gold is awesome. So, I mean, that's also my MVP uh, overall for this, nice. for this show. Um, yeah, man, just a fun show. Some hiccups here and there for me. But overall, it was enjoyable. So, yeah, B-. minus. Oh, not bad, not bad. So it's not that too far off from me. No, no. I gave it a plus, gave it a minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, I think what would be fun is to look at, like, what what those A-plus or A-pay-per-views for for WWE look like. Like, to go back into the history of WWE and say, like, what was was an A-plus, you know, pay-per-view? SummerSlam 2000. I mean, WrestleMania 18, Money in the Bank, where John Cena went against CM Punk. Yep, 2011. That's right. That, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That one was incredible. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. And, yeah, the WrestleManias with with Rock and Austin for me, definitely. You know, but, yeah, I think that'd be a fun exercise to do one day just to go back and say, like, okay, what were some of the best moments, those best pay-per-views from 
from uh, WWE's uh, past there. So we'll we'll have a segment, uh, or, or maybe even a whole episode just for that oh, one. Oh, hell yeah, man. And that'd be fun. But uh, yeah, man, payback's in the books. You gave it a B plus. I gave it a B minus. Um, overall, solid show. It sounds like that we're both saying for both of us. So kudos to WWE for giving us uh, great entertainment on this pay-per-view. But before we call it a show, Devin, tell the people where they can hear us. Yes, yes, all the time. So you can always check us up and search for us on Facebook. That is the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. We have a Facebook page. You can hit that like button, hit that follow button. You can stay up to date with our episodes. We drop uh, news bits as well in the wrestling world, too. It's not just WWE. It's pretty much all walks of life in wrestling of the major promotions. Uh, and real quick, too, our our uh, followers have been growing. I think we was at 50. Now we're at 80. So <laughs> that was a week ago. Nice. <laughs> so for people who found our wrestling page... For the, at the Clark Street Wrestling uh, Podcast, we thank you big time. Thank and you, share you, with your you, friends. You. Keep on growing this page. Uh, so, yeah, we're 20 followers away from 100 before we convert this and uh, to a Facebook group page. So, yeah, we'll probably be hitting that uh, anytime, <laughs> real real soon. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to to the wrestling community. I thank, We thank you. Thank you uh, so much. Yeah, yeah. And you can always check us out on Instagram, too. That's Clark Street underscore street underscore wrestling hit that follow button and you can always follow us on twitter too we like to engage in the twitter verse too as well that is the clark underscore wrestling and you can always always find us on tiktok tiktok is blowing up it's always blowing up it's growing massively uh thank you for people who follow us thank you for people who uh hitting us in the dms too uh, a lot of a few people hit us in the DMs trying to introduce themselves. So yeah, hey, we we like to engage. I appreciate that. And always, my daughters always continue to hate on the TikTok page. So thank you, daughters. <laughs> <laughs> and you can always follow us on uh, the major podcast platforms, whatever is your favorite podcast app you like to listen to. If you got Spotify, you got the Anchor app. You have the awesome iHeartRadio app. Any major platform. You can find us as the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, and we have over 145 episodes and counting. So we got a very extensive catalog. Absolutely. And before we call it an episode two, just real quick, shout out to the family of Chadwick Bozeman. Just yes. unfortunate yes. news of the passing of Chadwick Bozeman. So just shout out to his family and just 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 thank you for just giving us such an inspiration, you know, in all your works, Chadwick. And just, yeah, man, it, it was an incredible loss that, that we all felt. So, you know, definitely just wanted to send some words of, of care and love to his family. Uh, you know, it's rest, rest in power, King. You know, we'll just leave it at that. But for this episode, that is going to do it. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm.